Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. Here we go. Cavino and Rich. Let's go. Let's do it. On our one year Patreon anniversary show. Woo! All right, one year in the books. How about that? One year. Me and you, you and us. Come on. You Dino love it, right? Thank you guys for being here one year on our Patreon. We're going to celebrate, we're going to reflect, we're going to reminisce, see how far we've come in one year. Spot built a cabin. I did. We built a studio. You did. Man, when you think about it that way, look how far we've come. Matchbox exactly. 20 style. Exactly. So sports, entertainment, life, some celebration. We have mail to open. Of course, our random news, but first and first, mostly on our one year Annie, let's be rocking out. Let's go! You know, yeah, you dumbass, rocking out our one year Annie. Wow. I might be the only person wow. that would make a let's see how far we come Rob Thomas reference. Oh my god! Pretty much. You know that song though, right? If I've heard it, maybe. How far we've come, Matchbox 20. It's sort of a, I wouldn't say a stifferoo, but. You're not hearing it outside of like Sirius XM or some random Pandora Spotify playlist that someone's throwing on. But Spot, how far we've come? You know this one, right? I do. Throw that bad boy on for a second. How far we've come. Can't call it a bad boy if nobody knows it. I know it. But I love Matchbox 20. I'm sure I've heard it. I've had all their, or most of their albums. Yeah, right. Matchbox 20. Let's not pretend we're too cool for Matchbox 20. That, that. I'm a little too cool for Matchbox 20. No, I'm not a big fan. You're too cool for Rob Thomas and the boys. I want to push you around. It's the only one I really like. I like Rob Thomas. I think he's cool. I like him. The band's corny. They lean lean corny, yeah. I don't know about that. I do. I know this song. I know this song. Can I skip ahead? Yeah, please do, Spud. Let's see how far we've come. I like Rob Thomas. Is there any? Uh, is there any band more no. than Nickelback that people deny their love oh, for, but has been that successful? No, in that category Ma- at all. Matchbox Twenty was never. I don't think they're. No, I don't think people deny the love. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're doing a little bit of like I'm too cool for Matchbox Twenty. Meanwhile, like who, who didn't fucking love Matchbox Twenty? They were not a corny. They were not a corny uh, band. They were a good band. They were a good late nineties pop rock band. Yeah, it's like, like that's like denying Third Eye Blind. Exactly. Do you deny Third Eye Blind? Uh, I feel like Third Eye Blind rocked out a little bit harder in their uh, rest of their album cuts. Matchbox Twenty was always kind of more chill. I loved Matchbox. I feel 20. like Rob Thomas and Matchbox Twenty. I loved Matchbox Twenty's. I mean, um, Third Eye Blind's first album. That's I what like I love. I, I put those in the same category of like. Not top tier, but like second tier pop rock bands. Matchbox 20, Third Eye Blind. I would Same argue level of like. Matchbox 20 had 
Their first three albums were really solid. It's 3 a.m. You must be lonely, bro. I don't like this one. Yourself or Someone Like You. I don't like this one. Mad Season. And I like the band Mad Season. What was season. the one with, uh, with Bent on it? And If You're Gone. That if You're Gone and Bent. Those are great songs. And uh, I like Push. That's his it. New York City Christmas song is great. But I like Rob Thomas, and I don't yeah. deny his credibility I as love, like love a superstar. Him. And what he did with Carlos Santana was awesome. I'm not dissing on Rob Thomas. The band's a little soft. That's all. So yeah. never really resonated with me. However, Third Eye Blind did. And yeah, they're more poppy too. But that whole album was undeniable. But that's just my opinion. But to answer your question of bands that were denied, Nickelback and Limp Biscuit. West from Idaho Limp Biscuit, a hundred percent. Because of oversaturation, to be honest. Like they were everywhere. And not only did people turn their red Yankee hat backwards, they turned their back on Fred Durst and the band. And the second answer would be Creed. Everybody loved Creed. It's a good one. Turn their back on them. Creed, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I actually have a Creed story. Nickelback. I fought for a particular Creed song to be played on Turbo because of that stigma that bands like that have. People assume they're corny, but regardless of your feelings, they have songs that rock, right? Or songs that kick ass. So I was like, I don't care if people don't like Scott Stapp. That song rules and it should be played on this channel. Yeah, but they got the stigma of being corny. I'm like, yeah, I get it. We all get it. But this song is undeniably cool. But then I realized, because we didn't have lyrics at our fingertips back then, when I had posted it on social media, the lyrics came up, and I've been singing it wrong for the past 130 years. And you know it, because I sing it all the time. It's called Torn by Creed. I even reference it all the time. Yeah. Oh, man, to- are you torn, torn like Natalie Imbruglia or Creed? Yeah, I'm a little torn. I don't know what to do. Like Creed. For years, I even tortured my siblings at one point, and I told my siblings, Dawnie, Mimi, Gracie, Tommy, you guys can't leave the room till you memorize the lyrics to this song. And because I had to rely on my ear and my brain, not Google for lyrics, I taught them, and I always thought it was, the beast is dead. The beast is dead in my soul. I have blame reason. There's nothing... About a beast at all in this song. It's the peace is dead. I was like, I was, I was You wrong. were singing the beast is dead I for was, all those years? I, was, I thought it was about the inner beast inside. It could be. No. Make it your own. It's the peace is dead. Here it is. What's here? Before this? Oh. It's coming up, yeah. Anyway, this line. Bands that people deny. Creed, Nickelback, Limp Bizkit. I don't think... It sounds like peace. The beast. I think it's the beast. Is there's dead. no? T- there's no. T- I I was mind blasted. I was like the peace. There's no. T- I'm gonna go with you, bro. I had to forgive my. I'm sticking with you. I had to for well tell my siblings and break the news and be like, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's not Please the beast is me. dead. Yeah, it's not. There's no beast. Then my sister John's like, no the beast. The beast is dead. Oh, by the way, the your peace. sister hit us up saying that you made your siblings memorize lyrics like voodoo by Godsmack. Like you'd make your siblings memorize one who's so far away when I feel the snake. But I'm like, you better memorize that. Right. So you can't leave. I'm going to tell mom and dad you picking your nose. Anyway, do you um, know that uh, I didn't have a lot of bonding? I, I think about memories and moments. I was so much older than my siblings, which so. is why you did probably what I did. I, I remember practicing every WWF wrestling move on Jimmy. <laughs> I was like, memory, memorize these, and this is my way of torturing you and being a big brother. And the other way to torture, I, I would make my siblings try food that they didn't want to try 
be like, but you have to try it. Or I'm going to like beat you up. <laughs> I don't I mean, want it. Consider it bonding, but I was yeah. wrong all those years. But third eye blind to, I mean, not third eye blind, Matchbox 20, 3 a.m. I must be lonely. They're a good band. I'm not saying they're not a good band. I'm just, they weren't my steez. The only song I really liked by them that made me go out and buy it was the one with the guy who's wearing the, the helmet, the fat guy on the, on the album cover with the glasses. That's yep. their first one. You're yeah. for someone like you. Yep. And it was a, I want to push you around. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. It's the only one I really liked. Uh, I told you my first band before Coldplay. Matchbox 20 was my Coldplay before Coldplay. I said this recently. Spot was a big Matchbox I guy. I loved Matchbox. Saw them in concert. I was more of a Hot Wheels guy. Had a thing for Rob Thomas. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, no, Rob little, Thomas uh, is cool, man. He's not not cool. He's a cool dude. I think he's super cool. Super cool. He's smooth. He is. So smooth. So smooth. That song. Speaking of. Pun intended. Moo, pun uh, smooth by Rob Thomas and Matchbox 20. And Carlos Santana. It was actually just Rob Thomas and Santana. Smooth. Yeah. That song was over easily over 20 years ago. They put out a song again like earlier this year. It didn't have the same hype. Have you heard Move? No. Yeah. They're on move for a second. But spot. it is stupid that we don't like Nickelback because he has curly noodle hair in the early 2000s. It's like, yeah, they got a lot of kick-ass songs, though. It's just a weird stigma that bands and people get. But so, it doesn't deny. Yeah. You can't deny that. They have badass songs. Matchbox 20. Rob Thomas linked up with Santana again, like this year. So, hey, why not? Run it back. See if you could... Capture magic twice, probably not. So a little music, a little sports, a little entertainment, some celebration today. It's our one year anniversary. We're gonna we're gonna reflect. But uh first and first mostly, Rich, because it's our one year anniversary, we got some mail to open. Oh mail. Oh mail, yeah, okay. I wanna get, yeah, I wanna do this. Oh mail. Yo, you remember it's March first. So yeah. it's the first of the month. Gotta pay your bills. Pay your bills, seal them with your ass, all that good stuff. I don't know if you remember, but a woman named Heidi Sent us all those packages for our daughters for yeah. March 3rd, which is Girls' Day, right? Girls' in Asia? Day. Girls' Day in somewhere in Asia, right, Spotty? Well, Heidi came at us again. By the way, I haven't given my daughter her gift yet. I'm waiting. Probably till today, because I'm not going to see her on Thursday. So I'll give it to her today, Heidi. Thank you. Girl Day! But here, Rich, this is also from Heidi. Bunny James. Give uh, your little uh, your little oh, life. Give a little buck. Where's the little buck? Here it is, bro. Here it is. Yeah, go to work. Little, little buck. buck. Yeah, man. This guy comes in handy. Hey. Honestly, he does. I used to mock him, but now every time I package arrives, I'm like, you have a little buck? Little buck's my knife, everybody. That I keep in my bag in case an intruder wants to mess. The beast has dead in my... Oh, look at this. What, what do we it? got? Some What's goodies? It's a, How pro- nice it's a high-protein fitness bunny box. Oh. Look at that. Oh. Little healthy treats. Pistachio. Oh. Pistachios. Protein puffs. Oh, I love protein Nuts. puffs. These are so Any good, jerky man. in there? Jerky? Just throw me a piece of jerky. Oh. Yeah, this is this sweet. This is great. Hey, Heidi, honestly, so thoughtful, so awesome. You didn't have to, but I'm glad you did. Mm. I'm glad stick. you did. Oh, Heidi, thank you. Look at this. This could be our Cavino Rich protein pack. Yeah. Like that, we're gonna have to divvy that up. We're gonna be fighting later over it. There we are. She's like, I sent it like so you guys could share and celebrate. And we're nope. gonna be fighting. You'll see. 
You'll see, but so and nice. And it doubles of you. as uh, our Easter decoration. Look at that! Oh, <laughs> perfect. Oh, nice. There you go. Noise. Thanks, Heidi. But we'll be munching on that for sure, Heidi. Really appreciate you. Shout out to Heidi M. Nakama. Heidi. She says, congratulations on one year with Patreon. Looking forward to many more from Heidi. Thanks, Thanks Heidi. Heidi. Honestly, super cool, and we're going to enjoy that for sure. Maybe munch on it throughout the day. And Spot, you got like a random package, too, from right next to you. Daniel Javier. Am Feast, I supposed right? to open it? Yeah, it's yours. All right, slide it Is over. Is it yours? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right, there you go. So one more package, but I wanted to open that up because that was part of the celebration. But thanks for all the mail. Again, our mailing address is at covinoenrich.com. Everything at covinoenrich on social media. I peeked at it, so I know what it is. Okay, so we got a package from the after show, but later, Daniel Javier Feats. Shout out to El Kukui. But package these things in. Spot said it's kind of random. That's weird because I heard he's not packing. Let's see. Mail on our one-year anniversary. Then we got uh, we got stuff to get to. There's a couple dumb stories I want to get to. One involves hair, Kavino, so I feel like you're going to like the is story about hair. Is that little kid with the uncombable it's not, hair? It's not the kid with the uncombable hair. Plus uh, a state of the station, bad parenting, state Russia. State of the station? Yeah, state of the station. A lot of stuff. Are we doing like a, we're doing like a state of the union address? Yeah. This is why I prepare ahead of time, Spot. See how like... You know, how what, nice you it know is. what? Now it makes sense. Yeah. Now you know why he cuts his boxes ahead of time. Yeah. See. So he created a he created a, an image for me. Okay. And printed it on canvas. Let me go big. I'm gonna go big and ruin my hat. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> it's young me and old me. Wow. That's amazing. That's so weird. That's so random, but awesome at the same time. That is isn't so it, cool. Isn't it cool? What are you going to do with that? They, I don't know. They've <laughs> done that with, you know, they do that with celebrities where it's like young sliced alone well, and like old is, sliced alone. What inspired that? Though? I don't know. That's so cool though. Well, because we've talked, we talked about it recently where they'll be like, hey, here's super young. <laughs> what? That right? is awesome. It's going to scare, it's going to scare my wife. That is so cool. But I think it's really cool. That is really cool. It's little, if you're just listening. You know, please upgrade to tier two and enjoy the visual. It's it's, it's a little spot as a child leaning against the fence with new spot. It looks like a little evil spot too, like he's problem yeah. child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's uh, gonna cause some mischief. Well, I look like as a kid. That's, then that's great it's though. Slick adult me. That's so random but awesome. Wow. Well, really Daniel cool. Javier Fitz. What a guy. How did he feed in the time to what make that? What a guy. That's very sweet, man. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very thoughtful. You know, after the show, a lot of times. There's two times where I do most of my business. When I'm taking a shit. Right, I was going to say. That's number one, which is really number two. But I'll get on the phone or I'll do some emails, you know. So I like to relax. And when I'm driving home, when I'm driving home, you know, I'll call up my mom and dad. and Hey, what did, you, did you listen to the show? How are you feeling? You guys alive? Everything cool? And my dad will be like, hey, man, I don't get your listeners, man. I, don't, I mean... Why the hell they buy you shit? <laughs> I don't get it. Like they like you that much, and I'm like, yeah, I like, don't like you that much. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, you like you got the most thought. You're Steven, You got the most thoughtful listeners. The most the most thoughtful gifts. So nice. Very nice. My mom freaked out about the the guitar that Jamie made me. She right? had never seen it. Um, and you know, and just the kindness and generosity of of all you guys all the time. We appreciate it. So thank you, Heidi. Thank you, 
Daniel Fitz and everyone else for your hey, you year of support. Are, uh, thank you guys, you, are, everybody. you guys are awesome. Yeah. Honestly, it's we true. could we couldn't have got through the last year without you guys. To be honest, when when things went sour, big picture at SXM. When you say big picture, I think that one spot just opened up. It's a great big picture. Yeah, <laughs> that one. I mean, when you think big picture, there's a little boy. It's Spot and he's a little boy. Spot and the little boy. Little Spot and big. <laughs> it's Spot and the little boy. You should call it that. Spot the little boy. Are they having a clandestine conversation? <laughs> yeah. Yo, what's going on in that picture? It's so weird, man. It's like a weird dream Spot had. I know. One day you look like this. One day you understand. <laughs> Young me would be so disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Oh man. Well, so you were thanking everybody. Yeah, we, we, I mean, honestly, in the a year picture. ago when things went south, when things uh, when we couldn't come up with a deal with SiriusXM that made sense, we counted on you guys to keep us going. And one year later, we're still going. So honestly, without you guys and without your support, without that. First of the month, a little check where I'm like, people still like us? Do people still like us? Ah, <gasps> oh, they still like us. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because in a little bit, we're going to play the the first moments of our first Patreon episode. And you say something that is sort of ironic. You're like, thank God we're done living month to month because we were doing month to month contracts at SiriusXM. And now we live in the month to month. Okay, so we'll reminisce. Yeah. And again, there's an email from one of our listeners that involves, you know, our reflection of the past year. So we got an email from Raymond White. We'll read in a minute. But what'd you do last night? Did you have a good Monday night? Anything special? Yeah, we, uh, my dad is uh, in about a half hour. I'm going to dip away for a couple minutes just to say oh, uh, farewell to oh, Greg and Nelly as they get on their way. We went to Spot. You know where we went last night? My flight's at 3 p.m. I got to get there now. No, they get in there early. Honestly, they are getting there uncharacteristically I don't early. Like to I, rush. I don't. I want to ease through the security through the airport. I want to be there at least five hours ahead of the. I of think they have a twelve forty-five flight loading time, and they're leaving here at like a little before ten. I'm like, yeah, that's a little too early, but I rather them unwind. They're not zippies through the airport security like you spot. You know, like they they want to take their time. I want to stop at Dunkin' Donuts at the airport. So last night. It was so cool. You know, it's, I love Bavarian creams. You know that it's Bavarian. Ah, that's what I said. Bavarian, Bavarian cream donuts. So what I thought was one of my cool observations is that you see how your kids bond with your family in yeah. different ways. Like I, I see Emmy really bonding with my dad's wife, Nellie. They had a really good time. Like Nellie, uh, Baba Nellie, can you read me a book? Can you do this? Like, and they were bonding and having a good time. Ben seems to take such a liking to Greg <laughs> and I just get a kick out of it because, <laughs> you know, he just runs up to my dad and does that little thing that you like that Ben does where he just runs in place. Yeah. Like, Oh, happy feet, the happy feet thing. Yeah. So we had a great time. And yesterday spot, we drove to the beach. I love the beach. And we went to the spot that you and I went to last time where right near Malibu, where there's that little dip in that little secret spot where we went. Where you walk down the little oh, alleyway. Billionaire's Beach. Billionaire's yeah, Beach. that's my spot. That's where we I always to, go. We went to Billionaire's Beach, as Spot calls it. And honestly, it was a beautiful night. It's like I 70, 80 degrees yesterday and sunny. I didn't make that up. That's the name of the beach. Nah, Spot made it up. Billionaire's <laughs> Beach. 
And, you know, just rolled up our, honestly, rolled up our jeans, took off our shoes, dipped the tootsies in the water and just sort of was like, yeah, this is the Pacific. Look at the sunset. Kids were running around. Ben does that thing like every kid where he runs up to the water. But then when he sees the water coming in, then he turns around and runs away. (laughs) Yeah. Took some good pictures with uh, my dad and the kids and stuff. And then we went to a place in Malibu that some people may have gone to not only out here in California, but in Hawaii, Dukes, which is like. What'd you say, Spot? Like a seafood fusion type of like, yeah, it's like Hawaiian, a Hawaiian beach bar. Yeah. It's like yeah. what Islands wants to be. Yeah. Um, but it's like the real version of Islands. So yeah. It's right on the water. We got some Mai Tais. Yeah. We, got a, we got a, by the way, a table right on the window uh, on the water. Uh, were you outside? Outside. No, it's an outside spot. It's uh, the only problem with outside the deck. is that's the deck bar area. So it's, uh, yeah, I agree. They, they don't want to sit like a family party out there. So we window seat. We got the calamari. We got the poke tacos. My dad got a big lobster. We, you know, we had, we, we feasted and had some Mai Tais. And honestly, it was just a, it was just a good time. Nice. It was just a good time. And I like uh, Dukes. I think my dad was even just loving the views of, we forget because we'd done it before. But when you drive from where we live, guys, to that. the beach, you're cutting through the canyons and the mountains. And then you get to a point where you look ahead and you see the water. Yeah. And you're yeah. seeing like all these, you know, celebrities' houses on the top of mountains and shit. And it was cool. It was a beautiful night. And honestly, by the time we got home, we were all exhausted that I can't, I can't party tonight. I, I'm tired. We're, let's just we'll talk for a few and call it a night. <laughs> and that was sort of where we were at. So we, uh, we had a great night. It was a great visit by my dad. And like what he said yesterday, you start to realize as everyone gets older, maybe you plan more trips and hangs with your family if you could because, you know, you know time's not guaranteed. So... But it gets hard, harder yeah. because like, you know your family's so spread out. With I know that's, that's the bummer, but yeah, you make it happen. I said, listen, Nellie, my dad's wife, still works, and we said, well, the minute she retires, at least an automatic annual trip out here. And you know, I go to New York once or twice a year, so we'll we'll make it happen. We'll make it work. There, that's awesome. There's no reason the three of us all have East Coast families. Yeah, ABC, BBD, and hmm. there's no reason that during the winter months. It's like in the teens back east. I know. There's no reason that all of our families shouldn't be like, it's cold. I have family in Cali- Southern California. I'm getting out of here. There's no reason. There is a reason. That's right. what I said. Well, I, I said the same thing. I go, hey, it's says, a, you guys left. You should come see us. Exactly. That's It's the East Coast old right. school parent mentality. It's like my family hasn't visited me once other than my heart surgery. In six years. So why, do you, why, do you think, why do you think it's hard? You'd be like, be like, I need knee replacement. And all of a sudden your brother and sister come out here. And he's like, just kidding. Let's go have uh, let's go have lunch. Jesus, Rich. Knock on wood. Twice. The yeah. last time I saw like, Melody, she was playing with an Etch-A-Sketch. Now she's 12, you know, on the phone with boys. So the last, you know, time, time, par- the last time your parents saw Melody, she was on an Etch-A-Sketch. Holy shit. No, but I'm saying like. I'm totally, no, but I'm me, saying, I totally made that up. No, but I'm saying that does give perspective because. I have friends that I have family that haven't seen my daughter since she was like had shorter hair. I have people that haven't met Ben yet. You know? Yeah, I don't think Melody's ever had an etch sketch. Well, I just, that's your fail. Yeah, I, I kind of just said that, meaning she was just a little kid, just a little, little kid. kid. Now she's you know growing up and she's got to dance on Thursday night. So and so it was a. You're right. You got to get out. You got to see people more. I mean, we had a pandemic for the past two years, so just. A reminder again to connect. Yeah. So no, it was a, it was a, it was a good night. And you know what? There is that sense of like when you have company and it went well, 
when they leave, there is that sense of like, all right, I'm actually going to take a long nap. <laughs> you know, because you've been sort of like hyped up for, the, for their trip. You've been on the go like yeah. more than you normally would be. Yeah. All right. Uh, who we got spot? Who's calling? I, f- I feel bad. She's been on hold for a while. Crystal Bray. Yo, Crystal. What's up, Crystal? Hey, uh, happy anniversary, guys. Thank, Thank you, Crystal. You. Thanks. So I stuck around and <laughs> I'll be here for a while longer. <laughs> I appreciate it. We appreciate all your support. Yeah, uh, Crystal's great. The Funky Monkey I've, is full like, of support. For real, my schedule changed. And so I work overnight and I'm like, I was so excited because I'd catch the show live, but it turns out that I sleep <laughs> during the show. So, Crystal, we've, have, we've so been I've talking been to Crystal you guys much. a little bit later than, than normal, but I miss being live. <laughs> no, it's interesting. We hear from Crystal all the time, but never her voice. Right. I'm like, oh, that's what Crystal sounds like. Very I think sweet voice. I think you're intrigued by her voice. I am. Crystal, you got a cute voice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, first time, the first time I called you guys was like the day before your last uh, serious episode. I, I said I was going to be the new clingy girlfriend. but And then I later texted uh, or, or messaged Kavino. I said, I don't like the girlfriend. I'd rather be the new little sister, <laughs> but not the inappropriate way. The stepsister? The brat. <laughs> The bratty sis? The bratty sister. The, this is stuck in the dryer, sis? Uh, thank you, Crystal. Thank we you. love yeah, you so much. Stuck um, in the dryer all you want. That's fine. All right. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, have a great rest of your day. And we hope you keep riding with us. So appreciate oh. you. Crystal, you know, everybody. If you, if, you, if you want to reflect for a minute, it is wild to think that a year ago. Like, you know, now, now it seems like we've been doing this for a quick minute in this studio where this is our routine, but the last year has involved spots, living room, oh boy. Texas. I started in my living room, actually a few weeks yeah, here. Your, your well, living we room started in your living yeah. room on Sirius when the, during the pandemic, but for this show, we started it. Cause yeah, I set everything up in my living room. Oh my God. Spots, living room, Cavino's place on occasion, me in God. Texas, back and forth us here. Then, the studio, then the, you know, every from the beginning till now, it's a lot has happened in a year. Well, it may if, feel if like it won't like that, but a lot has happened. Let me read this. It took a lot to get to this. Yeah. Okay. This is from Raymond White. Again, we're the most inclusive, interactive show of all time. The greatest live podcast of all podcasts. Kavino and Rush, thanks to your support. Raymond White says, Maybe a discussion for Monday or Tuesday since you guys are celebrating your one year on Patreon. Probably going to do this anyway, but I had a few questions. I was listening to the first Patreon show earlier today, and you guys were talking about possibilities and opportunities, wondering how things would pan out over the year. Now that we're a year into Patreon, I figured it would be a cool topic or discussion, behind the velvet rope even, to reflect on how far you've come and how things have developed over the past year. Where are you now compared to where you thought you would be when you started Patreon? Are the things going better than you hoped for or imagined? Maybe even thoughts and predictions for next year. I just want to say great first year. I'm glad to have gotten to follow along for it. Wish you continued success and I'll be listening for many years to come. That's from Raymond White. So the first question is, where are you now compared to where you thought you would be when you started? Ooh. That's a damn good question. So I remember my first thought when we were doing Patreon was we have no clue how many people are going to come. Yeah, it's crazy. And to be honest, it really, we could, we could deny it all we want, but 
the reality is this is our career. So it was a numbers game. It was, I just remember dropping panicky deuces. Like, what are we going to do? I remember thinking how many thousands of people will follow us? We need a certain number of people for this to begin to make sense. I remember scrubbing in the shower. Like, what are we going to do? And then I remember thinking like, all right, if I take Patreon, because I was doing the math, like, like much like you were, you like, all right, Patreon all right, plus SXM's money plus. And then at that point there was no other plus. So I was like, all right, Patreon plus SXM. Where Say will that, that again? Where will that, um, where will that leave us? Right. And then after that, it was like halfway through the year Fox happened. So then it became, all right, Patreon plus SXM plus Fox. And then you start doing the math of like, where am I now versus where I was? And a lot of it, to be honest, for me at least was, uh, as nerds in finance called bean counting. It's to, the last year of my life has been bean counting. I'll tell you this financially. We're pretty much in the same place from when, where we started to now. Right. Yeah. That's not a complaint or anything. Like that. It's just, it is what it is. I'm answering the question. But to actually see where we were to where we are is a different story. Spot, you showed us a clip earlier. We might as well play it now. I just, I, uh, it was the first few minutes of the first episode. So, hey, here's the question again. Where are you now compared to where you thought you would be when you started? Well, let's take a look at where we started a year crazy. ago. Like, I, I've, even for me, like visually, I'm like, oh. What did I do? Oh. Man, I've come so far. And then you tell us what you think. Man, I've come so far. Ah. All right, let's go. Welcome to the new frontier. Pause the spot. We look more handsome now. All of us. We were probably miserable. Bro, you look better now. I'm not even on screen. I'm, I'm not even on camera. Yeah, we're, Spot, we're I can tell you panic. look better now. Rich is in a sh bathroom shower. Um, you know, <laughs> the graphics are terrible. The graphics. Oh, my God. I'm like, you know why? Let me, let me defend this this frame. I'm like, what? I had no direction whatsoever. And we're in Spotty's living room. And you're right, Spot. There's no blueprint, right? At there all. was no... I, I, If anything, I was more focused on making sure everything functioned properly because I was learning how to stream for the first time. So I got all the cameras going, plugged everything into my computer, got all this set up. So the last thought on my mind was, oh yeah, I got to make it kind of visual. So this is the visual. You know what, Spot? I'll, I'll, I'll give you all the credit in the world for slowly but surely getting us to where we are now, starting there and ending where we are now. And even as of this week, at, you know, we added the shelves and, you know, we're, yeah, we're making like, this like a yeah, little light, you know, bit by little, bit, but like a microphone, like we were, still, we were still using I can say this now. We were still using SiriusXM equipment for like a month and a half. Before SiriusXM. Before SiriusXM I mean, hit up spot. the least they could have done. Yeah. Let's transition a little bit. No, but I, I remember at, at first, SiriusXM, until they called up spot, they're like, all right, we're going to need all that equipment back. We're using SXM headsets. The board that spot uses here, we bought the replica of that, but That's, we were still uh, yeah, using just, SXM's board. Right. And yeah, it was... it was a, Those headset mics lasted for a minute. Yeah, eventually, we had to buy our own everything yeah. collectively as a show, the microphones, but to like today, jump, the lighting, the cameras, everything. Yeah. But to like jump right in, we just, I just scrambled, I scrambled to, and use what I had in my house, which is honestly at the time was good enough. It kept us on the air. Yeah. If you guys remember a year ago, we announced on a Friday that we were done after a 16 plus year run at Sirius XM. And we started right on Monday just to not lose momentum, you know, to not lose the momentum, to get you guys to you know, still be a part of it. And you know Continue what? You're doing what we do. You know what? I, uh, I, I probably in the clip look like, I think Andrew said it. I definitely look like I had the nervous farts then because I, I probably did. Thanks, sir. 
Because at that point, I, we had just bought a house. So I was like, this has to work out. I mean, you're the same right? here, dude. Yeah. Same. I mean, we, we both I mean, bought places. We were both one year ago in new scenarios, new situations where we were sort of led to believe that, yeah, man, we're going to continue kicking ass. But the world happened. Can't necessarily play the blame game all that much when no one predicted a pandemic. Right. Yeah. So that happened and we had a pivot like every pivot. Else in the world. So here, where were we a year ago? Continue on with the clip. Continue with the. Uh... The new adventures of Cavino and Rich. Oh, my. Begin. Yeah. Good morning, Richard. The new adventures of the old Cavino and Rich. Speak <laughs> for yourself. I'm feeling young and vibrant today. Good job. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Because we're not going month to month anymore. Wondering what our future is. The future is here. Yep. Welcome us to Patreon. Let's rock out. <laughs> you missed that coffee mug? Woo! I missed That's, that coffee mug. I still have that mug. First, by the way, very first day I realized we're getting flagged for using Dimension. Uh, got the nervous farts a little bit. Out of excitement, though. Excitement. Woke up. Hitting people back. It's been nonstop since we last spoke to everybody. I mean, nonstop. That guy's good. And I, I can't I, be more thankful, Rich, of everyone that is here today and all the well wishes. And I yeah. am like truly excited. I have a sense of appreciation and love. But at the same time, I am exhausted explaining the story to people. Yeah, I know. People where, where like I, there are certain people that I have not talked to yet simply because I don't know, maybe they're like a good pep talk type of guy and I just don't want to hear it yet. Or like, oh, let's strategize. And I'm like, I don't want to strategize with that person yet. You can and stop the spot. I, I remember sure, that um, feeling. I remember the audio quality was ass. Right? I, remember yeah, the, I remember that feeling of man, the people you know in your life that are pep talk people. Like I'll call one out, like our buddy Paul, Wall Street Paul. Yeah. Like I remember Paul Wall. I remember avoiding Street. Paul's call for a minute because I know he's a pep talk type of guy. I was avoiding like Steve Ward's phone call. Like there were certain friends that I know would be like, it's all good, bro. You got to do this. Got to do this and that. I'm like, I don't want to hear anyone tell me what I got to do. So, you know, to avoid those people in those moments. That's, that's how I remember at least. See, I kind of like the commentary on previous shows. That's from John D. Yeah, that was an idea I had a while back, but we never executed it. That's our biggest weakness. Execution. State of the Union. Yeah. Um, yeah, reality check. I was thinking about taking, remember I was saying take old shows and react to them. I mean, it doesn't like matter. Old. We didn't do it, but well, we can. Yeah. I'm just saying you're emphasizing our failures. <laughs> um, state of the station. Okay. So where were you or where are you now compared to a year ago? I mean, even visual audibly visually, you could see we've come a long way. At least that's how I feel when I see that shitty clip. But again, we were working with what we had and what we knew. I mean, so, you know, and again, props to Spot. I'm not saying I'm, I'm great, but like I, all of this is, is much better than. Much better. So that answers that question. All right, this. ready? <laughs> well, day one was like just a shitty Zoom call set up. Yeah, really well, like I put, it, yeah, I just put a frame on a Zoom call. Question <laughs> two from Raymond White. Are things going better than you hoped for or imagined, Rich? Um, I think not like way better, but. To be honest, when I when I do the math for me, I know we're all in different scenarios, so it's a it's a hard question, right? You, Spot, and I all for the first time in a while, different scenarios when you add everything up. But when Fox came on board, 
when we started doing Fox Football Sunday, which by the way is like what seven months ago now, eight months. Mm-hmm. When we started doing Fox, Fox plus SXM plus this made life make a lot of sense again. So I think about I'm, I'm I you know what probably a better spot than I thought we'd be in a year ago. As far as Patreon, mm, I wish we'd grow more. That's tough That's to do. That's my honest answer. You know, I, I try to promote outside of this <clears throat> arena as often as I could without getting in trouble. Even on SXM, I'm promoting Cavino and Rich. I do it. I do that because I care about what we do. Not supposed to, but I do. Um, you know, on Fox Sports Radio, we promote our Patreon. And I think now I that try. we're... No one's told me not to, so I continue trying. So I just wish we'd grow more, but we've sort of stayed pretty even, which I can't complain about. Yeah. I've, I mean, it's hard to grow a subscription podcast. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, we're, I would say I'm, I'm happy that we're consistent with it. That's I, the best you can yeah. do. Yeah. I, I think, and I think, uh, I think now in retrospect, and, and this is a conversation we need to continue to have amongst ourselves, but I think, you know, we start from the beginning and, and release all, our content into the, into the unknown, into the, into the public. I think all the old stuff to the metaverse to the metaverse. I think all the old stuff is now so far removed that it's fine. Do it. New people signing up for our current content. Aren't going to feel cheated. Do it by seeing all the, the old stuff, but everything we do is to help grow things here and, and hopefully we'll get more opportunities and rich and I are open to all that, but you know, we do Twitch to hopefully wrangle some stumblers, some random people into our Patreon world of Cavino and Rich. So um, is it going better than we had hoped or imagined? It's hard to answer because I don't even look at it that way. I look at it like I'm grateful for everyone that's here. I wish we had more people here, but it keeps us afloat. You know, it keeps keeps us fresh and it keeps us ready for what could be next. And we're thankful for it. Yeah. No, the, the reality is like I can envision Patreon permanently being part of our equation. Right. But what else? No matter, no matter what other things are added or adjusted, for all, you know, it, well, for all we know, if some TV or streaming or audio, you know, job well, comes let's in the just mix. Say Fox offered us a full time thing, right? We can't do on Fox what we do here. So, so this will always be around. This will always yeah. be around, you know, in some way, shape, or form. So, you know, if we could do things to complement the Patreon, that's what we plan on doing and hopefully continue to grow what we're doing here. All right? Maybe even thoughts and predictions for the next year. Raymond White wants to know. Thoughts and predictions. Ooh. My prediction is that we will be offered a full-time gig somewhere. Yeah. That's based on nothing other than my confidence and yeah manifestations and i don't think that affects this like you said because <laughs> if we have a full-time gig doing something somewhere else it's going to be different than this content well what we have shown courtesy of patreon and your support and everything else is that we have an audience we could do it on our own and we could put out a quality product like we create content and people see value in that and not only do we create content we create it every day you know, Spot packages it out there and throws it out there into the metaverse and people see it and there are important eyes on it. So here's a good question. I think we'll get an offer. Steve gets benefits and I have one prediction. We bring some new people into this <clears throat> world. I have one prediction and think of this for a second. Matt wants to know 
Is there anything you would have done slightly different towards the end of your Sirius XM run? I don't think so. I don't know what we could have done differently. Well, we still work there, so. No, no, nothing you could have really done. I mean, to save it? Like to no, save no, no, our no. job? So like, is there anything you, just in general, is there anything no. you would have done different? Spot? Anything? We were doing everything we could. Um, I mean, Rich and I, we extended ourselves like. Done differently over the last year? Yeah. You did that. We did the show during the whole pandemic. Didn't miss a beat. Did the show from your house. Did it on the road. Did everything. Oh, things yeah. we would have done different here. I thought you meant at Sirius XM. You said Sirius XM. Yeah, at Sirius XM. We did the show for a year during a pandemic at Sirius XM. I don't think there's uh, anything okay. we could have done different. Oh, no, no man. We, we I, Oh, during that year uh, before this? Yeah. Before Patreon? Oh, I That's think. That's what he's saying, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I think we, we if, if anything, were, like, I, we, I personally, but I know as the show as a whole, got so many accolades for how we tra transitioned smoothly. Yeah, we kept it going. From home because so many shows had trouble con like connecting, connecting and, doing and set setups and, and patching things in and all this stuff. And, and like we, and they never worried about us. And lucky, luckily we were tight enough as a show to continue doing it like in one place as a show right. where other shows are, you know, this dude's there, this dude's there, this, you know, so we were still able to keep yeah. things going from, you know, speaking of, speaking of that, um, like the morning mashup, our pals on Hits One. Yeah. I saw Samson for dinner the other night, and he's like, yeah. I saw Stan for the first time in a year, and I'm like, what do you mean for a year? There are a lot of shows, not just in satellite radio, XM, Sirius, FM, AM, people that just have never been in the same place because of COVID. So, hey, got to take a quick timeout. Going to walk my dad out. Fine. Hey, hey, Greg. Any, uh, any, any farewells while you, before you head back to New York? Yeah, guys. To say is uh, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to go back to Queens, New York, <laughs> like uh, Eddie Murphy and Coming to America. And I'm going to spread the word, <laughs> Queens more. Get, the, get, get the people guys, in Queens. Uh, get, the, get, get the more guys on board to listen to the show. And it was a pleasure uh, being here with Rich and his beautiful house and seeing Spot and Cavino. And you guys, the listeners, are the greatest. And uh, I'll be hearing your voices in the future, but back in Queens. All so, right. Take care. I'll be right back. Let me walk, take care, let me guys. walk out. Nice. Nice. Thanks, Greg. Uber's always here. Always so nice to, to see here. Rich's pops. I'm going to give him a big hug. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah. I'll see you soon, okay? Pleasure. All right. Cool, cool. All right. Goodbye to Greg. See him next time. Dinner next time. We got to get some steak dinner next time, Greg. All right? Steak dinner. So, Yeah. The past year, I don't think what's ironic about the whole thing and I try hard not to be bitter about it is I don't think anybody handled it better than the Cavino and Rich show, you know, and, and Spot was our secret weapon there who really executed and, and provided a platform where we could continue doing what we did. Remember, we weren't a visual show. So if you were just listening on Sirius XM, pandemic or no pandemic, we never stopped. We always continued on, put a quality product out there. We did interviews. We did town halls. We did everything. And prior to that, we were the only one doing events and traveling and road trips and guac-offs, which we were best known for. <laughs> you know, so I don't think anyone did it better than us. But you know, they chose to... Take another path, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. They took another path.
Take another path, I guess. So a year later, I, it feels like a long time ago because it was such a grind. Like a lot has been, you know why it probably feels like a long time ago, Spot? Because we, we do factor in. Bye, Nelly. Bye. Bye-bye. Good bye. to see you. We probably factor in that first year of Sirius XM in our memory, right? Right. When really... Yeah, like we're approaching... It feels like two years, but it's really one year of Patreon. I think that's why it feels like so long. Like, really? Yeah, like, you know why? Because there, there are times we were on Spot's couch that doesn't feel like Sirius XM. Because we, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because we weren't in the studio. We weren't doing our normal old school routine we did for 15 years. So while Patreon's a year, it does feel like two. Because anytime on Spot's couch... Doesn't feel I don't like want to repeat. I don't want to no, repeat what it. you just said because I was outside. No, I just had that. Yeah, but thought. my it does seem like, oh yeah, half of the last two years we were actually on Sirius, and half we were on our own. But it all seems like we were on our own because we're, we're approaching this yeah. the second anniversary of two weeks to slow the spread. That's why the Patreon adventure feels like it's been such a long time. We haven't been at the SXM studios. I haven't been there since March of 2020. And I still work there on the music side of things. So. By the way, fun uh, side note, if you asked about predictions for the next year, if we're still on that. We did, yeah. I have one that I, I can't say is a bad thing, but I could tell you that it's going to be a... a I, I don't even want to use the word annoying because it's, it's part of my job and I guess it gives me worth in different areas. But I could already tell as the pandemic is lightening up, um, I'm being asked more and more to go host things at the SXM studios for like the music channels. And... While that is a good thing, it's also a, huh, like you're so used to being at home you, and you're so used not to answering to people. Like if they were like, Kavino, for Turbo, we need you to interview uh, Shinedown, Tuesday at 1 p.m. I would, and well, like, I would know, what it's, know what I'd say in my brain, though. I mean, why don't you ask the person you give full-time benefits to? Why are you asking me? No, I, I, I hear you on that, which is... Oh, because I'm better than them? I get it. Which okay, is where cool. your gripe should and would be. But I'm just saying, I like tomorrow... I have to go interview five seconds of summer at 12.30, 1 p.m. or something like that. And I'm like, it's hard to feel bad so for I, you, bro. It is. I, because, I dude, when I'm paying $1,000 extra a month for benefits, yo, you got benefits. You know, but on the flip side, Rich. I know. Take that $1,000, though, and, and, and times it by two. And that's what uh, Emmy and Ben are daycare. So just we'll put it there. We all got different bills. It sucks. I think you should be full time. I'm the first person that thinks that they did you wrong. I don't think they did me wrong. I just don't think they're doing me right. I don't think they, I mean, yeah, was, that's it. I'm still there. Yeah, you're right. There's a difference there. Yeah. I don't think they did me yeah, wrong. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's it's a like difference between did you wrong. wrong. You know, they did spot uh, wrong. Yeah. Come on, bro. The underqualified people they kept. Yeah. But, but again, that's what happens when you're overqualified and you expect more money. When your position's eliminated, it's not their fault. Yeah. I mean, like they tried, but it was just, a, it was a, it was a very bad time yeah. to redistribute people. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Was very bad. I, I, I mean, am I a little bitter? Yes, but that's just my my personality. Are we bitter or better? You, you be the judge. Yeah. No, listen. I feel confident. In everything. We, I, I still think like, I, I, and I told you, I still have that weird feeling every time I do a serious XM event. Of, so, dust is settled. A year later, you still think it was okay. You still think it was the right move to get rid of Cavino and Rich. You still think that? Like I still. But then again, I feel like the people I deal with now. Mm-hmm have no jurisdiction over what we did. So they're not they're the wrong people to be aggravated with, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if you talk to your rock boss, your rock boss had no doing in that. None. So 
I, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a weird feeling. So, you know, when I'm feeling positive about things and I've said this before in interviews recently, we've been interviewed on a few different podcasts recently. Everything happens for a reason, reason, but if those things didn't happen, we wouldn't have our own podcast. We wouldn't have our own studio, which I'm really proud about and thankful for. And I, I love it. I think our show's better than it was on Sirius XM. I, I truly believe that. I mean, we even have a visual. We didn't have that on Sirius XM. I know. That's wild. You know, people, like, I think, forget that you couldn't see what we did for 15 plus years unless it was released on a little clip right. on social media. And, he, and even then, it, it, it didn't happen until... Even then, didn't, it didn't really... They didn't um, install cameras in, in the Sirius yeah, XM didn't studio. capture what we did. It would be like... It'd be like, here's five minutes, yeah, five minutes with Tim Robbins, you know, yeah, like, right. I, I know what you're saying. Like, there was no saying? visual element to what we did. But so it right wasn't, there, it's just better, a better product yeah. here. So we wouldn't have had that, like you which had is a to, blessing. It, and it wasn't that we didn't do it. It's that it wasn't allowed. Like other shows would do it and would get reprimanded because they had any form of camera in studio or they had to get special permission or it was in their contract. It was like the infrastructure was... Not even in place. For at this 15 plus years, right. people didn't even know what our daily banter and interaction looked like. That's insane. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, you know, man, Covino doesn't make a lot of eye contact with Rich. Kind of like how I've always done it for the past yeah. 15 plus years. I and have, then I realize when I'm listening to you, a lot yeah. of times I'm looking down and doodling, but I'm listening to you. It's just with the visual thing. Sometimes I have to force myself to be like, looking at you just, like, yeah, again, but yeah. people have never seen this. And I'm like, yeah, that's Rich. I've known him for all this time, which, which is probably you, which is probably so, uh, why I feel most comfortable at Fox. I have so many, because I, I don't have to worry about the visual aspect where I'm I'm just like honed in. You bring in Fox. We wouldn't have Fox, which I'm so happy and thankful for as well. If the ESPN thing didn't end, you know, so we're here for a reason. We're just trying to make the best of it. But you know, when we reflect on one year, we're just grateful and like, wow, I can't believe it's been a year. And it at the end of the different. day, and as you like to say, the beginning, middle too. The goal is to make a living, have fun, and support your family. And we're doing all of those things. Yeah. So if you're, if you're like, I, I look at my kids also, running, I look at my kids it, running around. I'm like, my kids need and want nothing. I have shelter. I have money coming in. And we have more fun than 99.9% .9 of people working. You talk to your friends about their job. Who talks to their buddies for a living? So I have a year later, I'm just grateful and thankful. I think about that all the time. How, yeah, but that's the, I told you, I, I hate to be Barry Horowitz here and pat myself on the back. That's the impractical jokers theory. Everybody thinks they could do what we do. And you can't, <laughs> no, I mean, you can, but it doesn't mean it's going to be, we're the best at it. That's how I feel. Oh yeah. Be ego talking. I, I think, I mean, that's how I, I believe that. Truthfully, I think that's what's going on at Fox right now. Um, have we, do I think we've gained Patreon listeners from Fox? That's from Jeremy. A few, a couple here and there, but it's nothing moving the needle. But I, I will say if we continue to do this and do more stuff with Fox, whether it's on FS1 TV or Fox Sports Radio or whatever the case may be. But the thought is, is what is TV? Who gives a uh, yeah, shit about TV? Streaming, maybe stream. Online probably yeah. is more valuable. Yeah, like TV, who knows? But my thought, know. Kavino, is there's a sense at Fox now. I'll be like Kavino. I'll let my ego talk a little bit. There's a sense at Fox right now. And I feel like the sense spot is these guys are really different and they're fun and we like them a lot. 
we have nothing at this exact moment in the full-time capacity to bring on Kavino Rich and Spot, but I feel like the first the first drop of something where someone, let's say some radio or TV host moves on or gets fired or goes to a different company, I really do feel like we are towards, if not on the top of the list of like, who's next? Agreed. That's the sense I get. Agreed. That's the sense I get. And it's because... We're not some guys that we're just put together and are, are trying this out. No, I think they even notice that. a like, lot of guys, a lot of people, millions of podcasts out there and their claim to fame is, yeah, we're like your buddies hanging out at the bar. That's been our thing since day one. And yep. we're the best at it. So we're just waiting for that opportunity to prove that. And with your support, we'll get there. Yes, sir. That's really it. Let's see. What's a realistic number of listeners, more listeners, that would make us more comfortable? Double it. Double what we got. Let's say it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Let's say the number, let's say it's 50-50. 50% of people do audio only and the other 50% do video. Then that's average of 750, right? You know, I, for me, it's not about comfort in the numbers. For me, it's about growth in the numbers. I just want to see an upward trend. And, and that's and hard to do, Spot. It's I hard know. to do on a, like, on a subscription platform. Like I, We're grateful that you guys are with I us. I just want to see the upward trend. That's, all, again, I, that's all I want. You know what we give people, though, that, that other podcasts don't? Hours and hours. Like, laughers. Laughers. Really? You know, laughers. Laughers. Laughers is what we give you people. You know what? The end. Well, no, I want to know the answer to your question. No, we give people laughers. No, we give people laughers. hours of daily live content. Laughers. Four to five, you know, five days a week, most weeks where we almost give even too the, much. even I agree with spot that it, not, we give too much to you guys. I'm just saying based on what the template is for podcast yeah. and video. Now, most people do two to three a week. I think, and I think too much. Not that we give, not that we're giving too much because we're able to deliver what we deliver, but I do think at a certain point, it's oversaturation and it's almost like it's almost like when you have a task to do and you know, it's such a huge task that you almost keep putting it off and putting it off or want to ignore it. I think people that uh, are really dedicated to the show and there's a lot of them see listening as such a task sometimes because there's so much content to catch up on. So it's, I, I, I think, you know, we've, and we've done polls where we've asked people and they're like, I want more content. I want five hours a day, five days a week. Like if you said, if like spot, I, and I'm not, I'm not critiquing your theory, but Kavino and I, Kavino and I were like, well, I've done Spot, the, that's a flawed fucking theory. Because if you ask me, Rich, what do you love? I'll be like, I love uh, Ozark. Do you want more episodes? Of course I want more episodes. Hey, Kavino, what do you love? Cobra Kai. Yo, Kavino, would you want more episodes? Yeah, you would yes, want more episodes. Would, no one would say, well, you know, I, I want to keep wanting more. That's from the, that's from the content side. Content knows you want people, you want to keep people wanting more. As a, as a consumer, hey, do you want more meat on your burrito? Of course I want more meat on my burrito. Give me another spoonful. No one's going to say, ah, I'm good with what I got. That ain't meat. Everyone wants, everyone wants more. And it is meat spot. Chipotle is very clean. I don't like frozen meat. I don't like frozen meat. So anyway, meat. thank you guys. Meat. Thank you. No, Christopher Frey, what's thank up? Thank you. Austin Arnold, Jacob Moultrie, Sean S., Amanda P., thank you guys for being here. Patreon one year anniversary, so that's our reflection. I feel like we've come a long way. I can use an extra. Year. I could use it to answer the question though, because I'll, I'll answer any question. A couple extra thousand dollars a month when it hurts. So do the math on that. 
couple extra thousand people. I could use, I could use a little. I, I could uh, pay for Emmy and Ben's uh, daycare. That, wish, that'll be, that's that'll that'll make me happy. I just wish I knew the, the blueprint. I know. I just that's that's what I wish I I could figure out. There is no blueprint, and that's the, what drives me insane. If you told me to do X, Y, and Z, I would do X, Y, and Z. But no, no one, or I would do A to, through Z. I have to beg Spot to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it makes me lick his feet to do X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. Lick his feet. Please, Lick his feet. Yeah, none of it. Pre- Preston at least is why honest. That's you, what I love about Preston. Why can't you do X, Y, or Z? Preston, I'm a host. That's why. Preston would say. Let's go down that road. Preston would Let's, say what everyone says. None of us would say less. That's just common yeah, no, knowledge. No. Hey, Kavino, I'm going to give you a, a big, you know, barrel of a Sour Patch Kid. You want the little bag or the big bag? Everyone wants more, you know? Come on. Smart. We all have strengths. My strength is not packaging the show. His strength is hosting. My strength is hosting. That's what I do. That's what I'm good at. My strength is making stupid, while, quick, uh, stupid while jokes. Our roles coming have up been, with content every day, filling yeah. hours of airtime. All he's saying is that. All he's saying is that. While our roles have been redefined and we're partners in a Agreed. business. Agreed. I'm not good. What, at what those he's things. saying is, he's a host, and that's what he does best. Yeah. You are a producer. That's what you do best. So. He's just saying. You don't think that I, I haven't taken on responsibilities that I have no idea what I'm doing. No, over the you're, but look at the first show. Those are your strengths. Look at the first show. Those are your strengths. Look at this first show. Those are your strengths. Do you think I knew what I was doing back here? No, but I've learned. So you can learn new things. I know what my strengths are, but those are not my strengths. My strengths are saying to spot. All right, you know, paying so attention host, to detail. And so host more content then. I do every that, day more that would, than most people. No, more but, than most people. But uh, you, guys, you guys more you content. Guys, you guys Go on every day. Instagram Live every day. Go on TikTok Live every you guys, day. You, you guys both have points, but there's a... Uh, Get yourself out there. Spend all day hosting. That's your strength. I do a lot of that. Yeah. I do. It's, fl- not, it's flaw on. thinking, though. All right. Do you want more jubbos or less jubbos? Hmm. I'll take less jubbos, guys. Is anyone going to say that? You're misunderstanding my point. What do you want? You're taking it to the extreme. What do you want? Little jubbos? What, about the lesser more? I always yeah. want more. Oh, no, we, we, give, we give away spot. I'm with you. Compared to the average podcaster or content provider. I don't think people want, you know, ex- extreme amounts of content, but I don't think they want less content. I think less content would be more. Less is more, as they say. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. So we're here 100%. in our one-year anniversary to let you know we're now doing a once-a-week, half-hour show. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But Spot I, would be I do like, agree yep. with that. I do. I right? think like uh, I agree with that a lot. And then, you know, you're maximizing your content. I, I think we spread out a lot of things. Um, you know, we could focus. What Spot's saying is the, day, Spot's saying the days of the, Honestly, the days of 26 episodes in a season of a sitcom has now become a season of 10 episodes. Yeah. You know, I mean, the fact that we do a free Twitch Friday every Friday for free. That just gives a lot of people the fix that they need to not subscribe. That's really all it does. So it's not it's helping how, yeah. us grow. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a, a double-edged sword. Opposite is counterproductive. What's the old it's phrase? It's reminding people that we're out there, but it's just enough for the people that don't well, want to subscribe. So think they of, don't. Yeah, think of what you're saying. It's a it's a double-edged sword. How do we get our name out there to get new people? You gotta, you gotta be out rooms. there. But by putting yourself out there. For some, a once a week podcast is like, oh, that's all, that's I, all need. I need. That's my fix of Kavino Rich, which would mean them saying, oh, I listen to this podcast once a week and I listen to the Kavino Rich one once a week. I don't need Patreon. So we're at a weird, uh, we're in a weird position there. It is a catch. We give away too much with that stuff. Um, but that's on us. That's not on you guys. That's just like 
strategy and strategy. And that's yeah, said, but you have there to is be no out. blueprint. Like you got to figure out what works. You yeah. know what? You know what? I watched something just to transition, get off this. It's like a science experiment. Do you know the owners of Subway? I didn't know this. The owners and starters of Subway were scientists. And to truly figure things out, you need like a control. Yeah. So they had one store and it wasn't working. You know what it was called? Pete's. Pete's. And one of the biggest flaws was people would come in and be like, yo, you got pizza? Like, yeah, we don't sell pizza. Oh, pizza bar! No. They're like, we, we sell submarine sandwiches. They're like, oh, but I heard it on the radio. So they said pizza marines. No, no, Pete's submarines. Oh. So what wasn't working in the first store, they were like, instead of folding and saying, that's it, we're, we're going in debt. Yeah. They said, let's open up another store for control. We're scientists. This is an experiment. Uh. Figure out what works, switch things up, and, and come together collectively as one. Pizza bag! That was the battle of Blimpy and Subway and things like yeah. that. So my point is, what's my point? My point is, we're still figuring out what works and what doesn't. And I'll tell you what doesn't work. Were those the same free show every Friday. Were those, the same, uh, were those the same scientists that uh, developed their fucking tuna, whatever that is, <laughs> their fake meats? That was recently, they're, right? They're they're foam bread. Bre they're foam bread and fake meats. I used to love Subway, but yeah, we used to have Subway every day. Um, Pete's Submarines. Eat fresh, I guess. Pete's, Pizza Marines. So that's a great episode. And you know what? That takes me to where I was last night. Oh, by the way, speaking of business, one last thing. Yeah. I'm not watching it yet. I'm going to start it tonight. You know, my my dad, he's got to get his hearing checked. Oh. I, know, I know it's... I know. Uh. It's we all do. Me I know, and Dave Grohl. But I, but I'm saying spot like I I know I know your your first quick little sarcastic quip will be about my sound, but I have the sound bar and the woofer and when no one's here, yeah, when I have 25 people over for a Super Bowl party, sound's not good enough. But this TV, when that sound bar is cranking, it is fucking loud and Sarah and I are like, "Yo, this is too loud." My dad needs to when he wants to concentrate he wears headphones at home he wears headphones and closed captioning i'm like yeah i think you need to get your hearing checked because we were going to watch episode awesome. we were going to watch episode one last night of joseph gordon levitt this show looks awesome i want to watch oh, it the, the we work one the about uber oh the uber one uber. The, the uber uber the uber docuseries well it's not a docuseries the the uber uh show with joseph gordon levitt who else is in it uh uma thurman uh, the dude from Bloodline and Friday Night Lights. Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. The coach. Uh, he's the coach from Friday Night Lights. It looks so freaking good. I want to watch it, but he was like, yeah, I'm going to watch it when I get home so I could really hone in. But we were going to watch that last night. And uh, speaking of, you know, creating a business, I'm so curious to see the origins of Uber. because. Uber. As even Sebastian Meniscalco in his comedy points out, we get in strangers' cars. Like, I told you that. Yeah. Remember the first time when the boy band lived with me and they were taking Ubers? I'm like, did you check with your parents? This is terrible. Uh, it was so foreign. Strangers are just going to drive you around? Well, then again, a taxi driver's a stranger. It's safe. Yeah, it was, it was an odd learning curve mm -hmm. for everybody, for the public. But last night, I, I didn't watch that. I watched. Um, History Channel. I watched a lot of it. I referenced it. You know, Pete's submarines. Pizza pie. The food that built America. All those specials are fantastic. And 
There's a new show. I'm just throwing it out there. Rich, you'd find it intriguing. It's very intrigued. Yeah, I got to tell you, Adam Richmond does a hell of a job. He's great. I'm a fan of that guy. He's a talking head on a lot of those. Right uh, now, he's involved in all of that shit. Adam Richmond is a talking head. Somebody at History Channel. On uh, the ones that you turned us on to, the the snack-sized foods that built America, foods that made America, he's on most of them. Yeah, he's incredible. He's he's a great talking head. He's burning down the house. He's fantastic. But he also hosts a lot of these shows. And one of them, speaking of double-edged, double-edged sword. That's what it it's is. It's got to be a double-edged sword for him because he has such a passion as a historian and food historian in a lot of these shows. But he probably battles with his weight, too. He's like, fuck, I love doing this, but here I got to go. Here I got to eat a bunch of shit for the show. I think about that with Portnoy. I'm like, yeah. this guy eats pizza all day, every day, which seems glorious. Yeah, but we've met Adam Richmond a bunch of times. The first time we met him, he was a roly-poly. Then he was then slim. We met him. He had a gopaline on. He was slim and slender. And now he's probably out there doing all these tastings for all the History Channel things that he's doing. He's probably putting the pounds on again. He's like, fuck. But anyway, he has a new show, Rich. Yeah. And the concept is incredible. I think the concept is incredible. It's called Adam Eats the 80s. Oh. Uh, obviously connecting with the nostalgia everyone loves. So Let me guess. Goes, it's, a, it's foods, snacks, and stuff that we're may have forgotten from the 80s yeah. or things that went away or things that were developed in the 80s like cosmic brownies and of course, yeah, uh, little mean, hostess treats. And, the, yeah. the history on that, but then he'll go to like the original dominoes, right? And they'll be like, you know, we used to have, and it's a you know, trial and error, we used to have our breakfast pizza. In the 80s, there was a big breakfast boom. 15% of McDonald's income came from breakfast. So everyone was trying out their bread. We yeah. had our breakfast pizza. Let's make one right now. There was two breakfast pizzas. And then Adam like, oh, this is it. Oh, but Adam eats the 80s. I was watching that. And it's just, again, nostalgic. People love nostalgia. And it's a pretty cool show because it does remind you. I'm like, yeah, I used to eat Mr. T cereal. I used to love that shit. Chris, Christopher Frey hit us up. Yeah. Does, it, does he tackle? Or yeah. should I say better yet? Should he, did he body slam the WWF ice cream bars? Because there's nothing more 80s than those awful yet tasty Ice Cream Man WWF wrestling bars. Remember those? I still love those. And no, it's not like the yet. the cookie out that like crummy cookie. So maybe yeah. he'll get to it. But yeah, the candies, the food. So anyway, that's what I did last night. It was a, a pretty relaxing Monday night. Watched some Bachelor. Shit is boring as hell. Watched some Adam Richman who's slaying. This guy's slaying it. If you don't know who he is, look him up. You'll know him. He does everything on the History Channel. Adam eats the 80s. Oh, and then he ate uh, an 80-year-old's ass. Ah! <laughs> so random. It was really, really. Stand yeah. still, Ruth. Okay, Adam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, he's really eating the 80s, all right. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It was wild. All right, so anyway, that's on the History Channel. That's gross. <laughs> I could have thought of so, like a celebrity from the 80s. I just rolled with it. I mean, yeah. Oh, Mr. Belvedere's ass. Then he ate Mr. Belvedere's ass. That was weird. So random. I was like, oh, but it makes sense. Yeah. Adam eats the 80s. I get it. So weird. Who didn't want to eat Mr. Belvedere's ass in the 80s? In the so, center square, he ate uh, he ate, uh, Shadow <laughs> Stevens' ass. <laughs> Who was the center? Oh, uh, Jim J. Bullock. He ate Jim J. Bullock's ass. It's wild. Oh, weird, it was, it was weird. weird, man. It was so weird. it's kind of a cool concept, though. It really is. It's like, man, it's the shit we talk about all the time. And he's getting to relive all of that stuff with the. And you're learning something, you know, about shit you lived. So that's on the History Channel. Happy one year anniversary to us. And there's more to get to. All right. Um, 
before I, before I bring up something fun that I think you'll all like, Spock, can we get a palate cleanse that has not has nothing to do with uh, 80 year old ass? I sent you a video. It's a couple of years old. I thought, <laughs> but you know how sometimes a video will be a few years old, but it makes the rounds again. And you're like, oh, thank God it made the rounds again because I totally forgot it. Yeah. We love the news flubs, right? Like, but he's gay. I'm sorry. I mean, blind or I mean, there's a bunch of ones. The guy with the katana blade. Oh, Odell, going to need a doctor. Like we've seen all of them. We, we have our favorites of news flubs over the years. Mm-hmm. The guy, the black dude with the bug flies in his mouth. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife guy. Bronchitis woman. We know the legendary ones. I totally forgot our buddy. Football expert. Got the best ears in the game. Andrew Siciliano. Who used to have the biggest crush on my wife. My wife's like, I know Andrew. He would always hit me up. Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network. For some people, he does... Sunday ticket. He does red zone. He's interviewing a dude a couple of years ago. And it's one of my favorite live TV slips spot. Just play it because to me, some about this one though, that I feel like it was set up. I, I don't think it That's was my first. Do you think it was set I think up? Andrew handles it perfectly, but I feel like the other guy did it for, spot, the, do you know this did it for no? the Graham. Speaking of your back problem spot, pay attention. And look, he's, he's taken a beating physically. We know that we've we've detailed it. He had a tough year last year physically. The bulging dick in his disc in his back. <laughs> the bulging disc in his back. Uh, he's probably going to need surgery again. Okay. Eventually. Eventually. He'll be gets that fixed. That no. said. <laughs> all right. Bulging look, he's, dick he's in his back. I got a bulging dick in my back. Come on. You think that was I got set two up? bulging dicks. That guy's too nerdy of a reporter to mess that up. I think he... Hey, how do you go viral in today's world, man? You know, something yeah. like that. It's, like, yeah. it's, like, it's a good throwback. move the needle? It's a good throwback. It is. It's, it's a funny one. Siciliano handled it perfectly. I like his reaction to it. But I do remember that one. It, it, it goes unknown. It goes unner- unknown. Oh, Andrew Hart hit us up with one that went under the radar years ago. Sergio Dip on Monday Night Football. I never got this one. I never vibed with it. He was just excited. I, Overly excited. He's a, a kid who's... English is his second language. Exactly. English is his second language. He's, he speaks Spanish. He's from the Deportes side of things. He's like the Rich Davis of Deportes. And he's caught up in the moment in the world, like makes fun of him and forced this poor kid to apologize. I apologize for my bad I was, English. Uh, I was very, very caught up in the moment. I'm sorry to the public for my one shining opportunity. And everyone just ate him up and spit him out. And, and the Poor craziest guy. part is we, were, we guy, were at ESPN later on and everyone's like, yo, Sergio Dip's the best dude. And he's like the nicest we guy. We met him. We met him in Mexico. Yeah, we did meet him. And <laughs> like, yo, Sergio Dip. The world fucking shit on him. And, and he never got another opportunity again. Uh, he, he's working at Deportes, but yeah, he never but got he never that. He never got yeah. a mainstream opportunity because the world shit on him. Because he. Sergio. That's just wrong, honestly. It was a big clip, Andrew. I'm not going to deny that. But he was excited. I. I don't know. I didn't. I never really got behind that one. It was funny to see his excitement, but like to to badger the guy so much, where he felt the need to apologize to the public. What did he do? I sorry. I was excited. I was uh, very, very excited. I saw spot. He brought it up. You're gonna have to unfortunately pull it up. Sorry, but Sergio Dip was a nice dude. 
And like is. The, he's like the Hispanic uh, Rich Davis. Do you want the original Sergio Dip? Yeah, the original Sergio Dip, which to me, I brought a seven-layer Sergio Dip to the Super Bowl this year. It was. It was. Uh, it was really great. It was good. Yeah. I mean, he's a good. He's a good dude. It just. He was. It was. The moment might have been too big for his lack of uh, polished English. I guess you'd say. Beth, coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching. Coach Vance Joseph, from here, you watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is, having the time of his life. Can you please it's, really, it's really not that bad. It's a guy trying to speak English. I, I mean, get. he had the time of his life. Is it really yeah. worthy uh, of the world pouncing on that guy? It was funny in the moment. Now, looking back, it was a, you know... He got destroyed. He was crying in his hotel room after the game. To the public, I, I'm so sorry. I'm working on my English. I just, it's such such a thrill to be on ESPN. It's like, leave the guy alone. Everybody. He, 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 he kind of rambled a little bit, but it would be like me trying to do it in Spanish. Like, hola, <laughs> me llamo rich. Uh, Excitement. nonsense. <laughs> Andrew, what else are they saying on, on, on the football broadcast? True. I thought it was fine. But again, I, I was prisoner of the moment. I was prisoner of the moment. I thought it was funny. But looking back, it wasn't that funny. Yeah. So thank you, guys. That was a funny clip. Nice palate cleanse. And we move on. Hey, Rich, I want to just address this. Because when we have a friend in need, it's a friend indeed. But a friend with weed is better. Yeah. Joshua Key. I'm sorry, Jason Key. Jason Key hit us up. And... We addressed this recently, so I don't want to do it again. FoxSportsRadio.com is where we addressed it. Because we see, Rich posed a question, is it immature to delete your exes, your previous employer, all these things from your social media and your past? Is that expected? And to answer your question, yes, it's immature. Yes, it's petty. But Jason posed a question I just want to brush by real quick. He says... And I quote, let's see if I can find it. Do you, do you, when moving from one relationship to the next, delete old photos and videos? Why or why not? No. Why? They're your memories. You don't display them. You don't lead with them. You don't yeah. rub them in other people's faces. Um, I think the answer is simple, and you, and you nailed it. I don't, you don't need to. I don't need to. Uh, I don't really need to add much to what you said yeah. other than. I'm just addressing it. Moving yeah, on. Other, other than perhaps. If you have some gushy, mushy public display of affection photos on your Instagram or Facebook, maybe you make them private. You, uh, as Agreed. Spot said, you uh, there's a way to archive them. Yeah, yeah if there's um, one and you're sucking face, yeah, that's oh. not really you know a nice thing. Yeah. If, you, for if your you break up with your girl, other to see. If, if you break up with a girl and you have a picture on your Instagram of you like cupping her cheeks, like smiling, like maybe maybe ah cheek cupping, maybe that's the one you hide or you archive it. But everyone's got. As Kavino loves to give the shout out to the brand Rubbermaid, you always bring up the Rubbermaid or the shoebox, the Rubbermaid bin of your high school yearbook, your jersey from high school, your Water. love notes from your high school sweetheart, your pictures of family, your the ball you got autographed at Yankee Stadium when you're in a kid in the '80s. Like your memory box, there's no harm in having. That would be like saying. 
yo, you threw out your pictures of you and your girl at the prom, right? Because that's an ex. It's like, that's dumb. That's ridiculous. Yeah, those are yeah. your memories. And, and yeah. for anyone to have those expectations on you are in the wrong and they're insecure and they're petty. And it's a red flag. If you're dealing with anybody, we saw it in this season of Love is Blind. Oh, the if black you're dealing girl. dealing with oh. anyone, like, yeah, what's that? Who's that from? Your ex? Yeah, we'll throw that away. Fuck you. No, you're going to buy me a new one? If you buy me a new one, I'll throw it away. Hey, these pictures, your memories, your life, yeah, delete it, erase it, throw it away. Fuck you. No, those are my memories. Right. Yes, I won't display them. Yes, I won't rub them in your face. I will put them in my shoebox, into my Rubbermaid bin, and put them away because those are my memories. Eat an ass. Eat Mr. Belvedere's yeah. ass. It's not like, yeah, like you said, don't just, dis- like pictures, images are memories. Yeah. You don't display them. You don't hold, like, Kavino, you know, it's not your wedding photo up from your ex. I don't. And I'm sure she threw hers away. Uh, you, which, you mean, honestly, you mean Kavino, Layla, and Elvis? The uh, well, let me show you the difference, though. Let me show you the difference. That's what I thought was. I'm sure if you rummage through my things, you'll find that stuff, right? Because it's mine and my memories. Right. I guarantee you, she threw those all away. But well, that you know is, that, that is? is a ca- that is a character defining uh, Thank answer. You. That it, that just shows you that right there. When you when you when sometimes when people say, "Give me an example of uh, of of." Give me an example of how someone is the way they are and, you know, their, their character. If anything, it shows that they care in a, in a unhealthy way. Yeah, or I, like to Something me. Something off about that. I, I look and at off-putting. It, I'm not saying, you know, and, we, and we're quick to want to roll our eyes at your ex. And, you know, it's because we saw what you went through and we, and we love you as a, like a brother. So right. it's hard to Sorry see someone hurt you like that. But it is so character defining that Kavino would be like, oh, here's a picture of me, Layla, and Melody, Easter 2012. And Kavino would put that in a little box of memories and maybe one day be like, hey, Melody, here's a picture of you when you're a kid. His ex-wife may have put him in a fucking bonfire. Pun I intended. mean, I would only imagine, right? She, I don't know. She probably started, She probably got a, a, a garbage can of, with Frank, yeah. Stallone, Frank Stallone singing next to her burning garbage can and she was probably throwing pictures in. Probably. And to me, that's psycho that's, behavior. That's, that's, that's behavior. Petty. That's, that's, that's the type, type petty. Ugh. That's the type of person that would expect you most likely to delete and throw away. And it's like, you put no value on your the, the life you led up to that point. It's yeah. like, I'm not throwing those away because you think I should. I'll be honest. Sometimes. Rich, do you, you hate stuff. Yeah. Do you have mementos of, of I, or photos of previous things? I do. I do. Okay. I have. Dude, I'm wearing a chain right now that my high school girlfriend bought me. Wow. You know, if, if, you were dating, if you were dating that black girl on Love is Blind, she'd be like, well, <laughs> you're going to stop. Well, you're going to stop wearing that. Actually, my high school girlfriend's mom bought me this. So even oh. Hey, and you know what? If Jordan wants me she to get it. rid of it, tell her mom to buy me a new one. I could probably nice find. Herringbone. Nice herringbone. Spot, just, just based just, on, just, uh, just based on old school memories. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. It's all good. Oh, man. Sarah brought me coffee for those on tier one. I appreciate it. Thanks, babe. Thanks, Thanks babe. babe. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Um, I could probably, within, five, within literally 30 seconds, find you a picture of my past life just because in the guest bedroom, I have my crates of radio shit and personal effects from like childhood until now. And oh, the Swedish made penis enlarger. Yeah, I have next to my Swedish penis enlarger and my uh, real touch, Rich um, Davis personal effects. Yeah, you know, with like I probably have it's probably mixed in there with a fucking Hulk Hogan wrestling figure and a, a New York Mets plaque. But no, I, I have pictures and stuff of exes, and I think it's totally normal to keep those things yeah. put away. 
put away. Put in a, away. They're, they're in a Rubbermaid bin in the guest bedroom where they should be. And I would never expect anything different on the flip side of this scenario. So to answer Jason's question, no, if you're deleting shit, it shows me that you care too much. Like he's like, should I delete like deleting them or ripping them or throwing them away? It's like to me, like you got to get over it. Whatever. I feel like you got the issue if you're doing that. Like just put it away. That's all. Those are your memories. One day you'll look back as an old guy. I'm like, oh look at that. I forgot I went to Aruba and we had a good time. Brett's right. In fairness, I do have pictures of my wife with multiple girls I've dated. So, but nonetheless, I think your your memory should not be thrown away. They Burn. should be. They should be. Uh, respectfully and politely tucked away. The um, end. Jordan and I disagree, actually. She said keeping gifts and stuff is one thing. There's nothing wrong with, with that, but getting rid of photos, especially when the breakup is traumatic, you guys are dumb and ignorant. I couldn't, dis- I couldn't, I couldn't disagree, disagree with her more. more. Like, I'm, I couldn't care. Like, does she think you should get it rid of... So- no sort of sentimental, like, traumatic weight. If, if anything, there's a positive. Like, these are my memories. There's nothing negative about it. So, Jordan... Like, so, I'm, I'm healthily... Healthily? Over yeah, healthily. To the point where, I, yeah, those, these are just my memories. And if my kid wants to see these things one day, I have those things. Yeah, no, no knock on Jordan. I wonder if her opinion's different if it involves your daughter. Like, meaning, I think any picture involving a kid should never be gotten rid of. Like, let's say it's a picture of like, oh, here's pictures when Melody was a baby and it's you, Layla, and baby Melody. Yeah. Supposed to throw those out? It's no, pictures you of your daughter. Them, you just put them away. I mean, or, I yeah, have anything. old hard drives with like I don't even have the I don't even have the connector for them anymore. Like I don't even have mm-hmm. the wire for them, but I know that they're there. I have I a can, video. I have a video I can, somewhere I that I, one one yeah, day. I mean, who cares? Right? One day I'll watch it just for shits and giggles. But I have a video. No, it's not of someone playing with my balls. I have a video of. Can we change from shits and giggles to shits and laugh laughers? Yeah, shits that's for shits our, and laughers. Bar when we open it up. Yeah, shits and laughers. Shits and laughers is our new. Yeah, it's for our poops new bar. And la- for poops and laughers. Poops and laughers. <laughs> for poops and laughers. That should be our podcast name. Poops and laughers. We tell we tell fart jokes and we laugh a lot. Poops and laughers. Oh, you know what? Jordan makes one good point though. This is a good point. One good point. Yeah. She goes, "Why would I keep photos of an ex up? Up, not up. Up for people to snoop and creep. Like so. Like there's some satisfaction that he would get." Right, if he went there, yeah. So those are ones you archive. I agree, but you don't have to be crazy about him. Like I'm burning them all, deleting them. Like you have a past. Everybody has a past. It is what it is, and you move on. What it doesn't the Spice Girl say something about it? If you, you want, want my get future, forget my past. Yeah. Forget my past. If you want to get, get, get be my lover, that's nineties. That's why I'm out. It's out of my Mark yeah. McGrath would know that. It's the nineties, bro. You better make it last. So anyway, to Don't Jason, my I guess people have different views on this, but together, you could be just fine. So I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really well, want. Well, here's the thing. I do see. I do see two sides to this. If there was something traumatic, then yeah, okay. But if it's just a breakup, I mean, that's if just it's part a, of your if life. If it's a dude that was abusive, yes, I get it. There you go. But if it was you know like, I mean? if, so if it was like, I, I dated that. this guy in my twenties for three years and it didn't work, and he was a jerk, and you have all these like yeah, memories, you just I put them away. So, we I went have... to we went to Mexico. I burned everything. Like, oh, so all right, so okay. So to answer both questions, because they're generational differences, you take your photos and you put them in a shoebox in a Rubbermaid bin and you put them aside, and you probably never look at them again. But they're your memories. 
If it's online, you archive them, you hide them because you don't want to give the X the satisfaction that they're still up and you don't want to disrespect uh, anything new. I was looking but for like uh, to, to, you know, have to delete and erase and pretend like these things never happen is just foolish. That's really the point I'm trying to make. I mean, if you want to get rid of all the pictures of people I slept with, you're going to be working for a long time. That's a lot. To right that? yeah. um, that's <laughs> so that's, that's Jason. Thank you, Jason Key, for the email. <laughs> then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to delete the Kavino Rich archives of every photo we have in our gallery. Then fine, you better get busy. Oh, hey, Rich, God. your dad just left, so this is sort of a, a a nice conversation to have now. By the way, Spot found a really embarrassing photo that maybe can I maybe, show it? Can we show it? Can maybe on a throwback Thursday, I'll allow it. Okay, wait till Thursday. Spot found. Oh, what a all tease! I say is this is a tease for tier two. By process of elimination, I, I think I, I think I will out. I will I will neither confirm. Is it neither or neither? When you say confirm or deny, uh, neither. I will neither. 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 neither I will neither confirm nor deny. Neither. It's neither. You're right. I will neither confirm nor deny that Spot may have found the picture of the hot girl and Tiny Tim. What do you mean? I've, we had this. For I know, so but long. he has never. He's not as public and he has not seen it. I've never put two and two together. So, so spot me. Because I never knew who the hot one was. And then recently you pointed out the hot one. So so if you lived on, if you lived in a, if you uh, been living in a cave and the whole story of like, I had a a, a threesome situation with one smoking hot girl and her busted friend. And this, I'm not proud of it, but it's a story we've told over the years. Spot may have located a picture of the girl and her friend. I mean, I'm very familiar with this picture. It makes me laugh. So, so we'll display it. We'll display it maybe on Thursday. So, Rich, your dad. But if it left. is public anywhere, make it private for now to make your big reveal. Then, okay. Because I'll I'll laugh at it with you because it right. is pretty funny. We'll, no we'll disrespect to story. those girls. I want to hear the story about Tiny Tim. Laughers, laughers. I don't know if I can make it private. Poops I'll and try. laughers. Poops and laughers. So, Rich, your your dad came. Nice trip. We had a nice time seeing your dad. You went to Duke's yesterday. You did all the things you wanted to do. The only thing we didn't do is you put all this. Emphasis on we're all going to go out for steak. That's the only thing your dad wants to do. Go out for dinner. We never did that. I no, was, we that don't. You know what? Because he, he was he was low key about it, and I think he's okay. very particular too. And okay. that's not a knock on him. I don't know if your parents got like this. The older they get, like my dad wants to eat early. He wants to eat when he wants to do. Like he has a very like. I feel like I let him down. He's very yeah. I mean he he did want to spend a little more time with Spot. I'm sure, but we had a good time. Honestly, we had a we had a great time. I don't think there are anything any complaints. But I will say confirmed. Mm-hmm. The whole concept of parents not liking nice restaurants. Confirmed. Liking what? Nice restaurants. <laughs> like, oh. Like, did, he, did he hate Dukes? He didn't he hate Dukes? Dukes, but he got... Right on the water. about the lobster on the menu they lobster? had. Right? Why did you get lobster at Dukes? I mean, it's like a... It was one of their main... Like, it was like, one of their, a full, it was, like a full lobster? Look at their menu, Bird But Like brain. a whole lobster? A whole lobster. No, no I'd get anything. Full, I mean, like, I'd get like a teriyaki I hamburger. would never... I would hey, you get a hamburger at Duke's? I would never. You have a full menu of fish and entrees that are not hamburgers. Well, I don't eat fish. I would never order a whole lobster anywhere. Oh, my dad loves lobster. What do you want me to say? Lobster. Is that is, that, is it peculiar so to get? It's so messy to eat a whole lobster. Lobster. Well, anyway, lobster. Long story short. Too late. We got the poke tacos. Nelly loved them and I loved them. My dad doesn't like sushi, so we just love those. The calamari? He was like, it's okay. But he was expecting like Italian calamari where this was a spot. You'll at Duke's, they flatten it out and it's with like uh, it's like grilled. It's prepared it? differently. It was great. Oh, Dukes. The waiter described the lobster on, uh, entree. It's like, spot, let's look up the Duke's menu. The lobster is known. I'm trying to find a photo. No, <laughs> no, no, no. The lobster's known. They're like, 
it's a people say it's better than Maine lobster. They're saying, and the guy did the whole story too. He's like, this lobster is found uh, between uh, Africa and South America. There's a coastal. It's it's a very odd, uh, tasty lobster. And I was like, oh, and the guy like sold it hard too. It's a rock lobster. Rock lobster. Do I still, have the, do I still have the Do I still have the Duke's menu on my phone? Because we had to do the QR code. I might actually. See. No. It's all good. I'm trying to find a picture of the of the lobster. Well, anyway, is it the king crab legs? No, he was like, it was good. It was all right, but I just feel like it's not. It, it's parents like simple. There's yeah, they do, and and, and I just feel like um, like then, then where do you go then? Where do you Olive go then? Garden. Olive Garden. I mean, I Olive Garden. Yeah, what's right? Yeah, I, flat I, calamari. Bill, okay it was that. uh, what they do at this place instead of taking the tentacle and slicing it like the circles like the loops they go long way and they make calamari strips which is spot uh, it's pretty tasty it's like a different way to prepare it but yeah no that that was my one observation is that it the roasted tristan lobster yes hey, jim ramsey how do you make a, an octopus laugh oh it's two tails it's tails yeah two lobster tails yeah. i thought it was the, uh, the i thought it was the whole lobster jim ramsey how, how many how many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh how many? Tentacles. <laughs> oh man, that's the tier. That's the Patreon. That's what you're paying for right there. So that's for Jim Ramsey. It's this, correct? Yeah. No. Yeah. With a little broccolini and rice. Yeah. He he was like, oh, it was all right. And I was like, he's no, never. I didn't love it. I'm not impressed. Yeah, just he's yeah. hard to impress with food. Why are you trying to impress him? Why are you trying to impress him? Not impress him. I'm trying to have him have a great. I want him to go home. Like, know who's great at this? I'll tell you what. You're there's two people in my life that are the best at this. Steve Cavino and David Lee Hoots, Sarah's dad. They are great at embracing that moment and making you feel like it's the greatest ever. Like, spot, we travel with Cavino. Look at that building. I've never seen anything like it. Yo, get this hyped. is fucking amazing, bro. Get hyped. David Hoots is the type of guy that's like, I tell you, Rich, that is the best steak I have ever had in my life. Did your dad drop? I don't know if you guys remember, but I said there's only one word to know if my dad approves, right? It's like waiting for the king's approval. Is he going to give the thumbs up or thumbs down, right? My dad will bite into, you know, my mom's London broil, and he'll say, tasty. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. oh tasty. It is tasty. So you said that your dad has a word that creeps out Sarah. Well, not to creep her out, but he <laughs> describes every food this way. Everything is oh, juicy. <laughs> He said, Sarah! Oh, was anything at... at oh, oh, yes. We left, we left, we left because he went in the yard. And this is what impressed him the most. I'll be honest. His four days out here, no yeah. one impressed him the most. Every morning he went out to the yard, picked oranges, and squeezed himself fresh juice. Because he's like, he... Love these. Like, oh. your oranges, your naranjas. He's like, juicy. Darn oh. <laughs> season now. Juicy. Rich is not lying. <laughs> juicy. And by the way, the... Uh, Rich has two types of lemons in his backyard. Jordan knew immediately what the other Meyer ones were. Lemons. Meyer, Meyer lemons. Meyer lemons. Oh, yes. Meyer, Meyer lemons are oh, open. They're half citrus, half yeah. lemon, but they Jordan's leave more like, lemon. Meyer lemons. You guys are yeah. so dumb. Meyer lemons are the good ones in the yard. The ones on the side are just yeah. fucking big ass lemons. And Rich's oranges are, they are absurdly oh, juicy. juicy and sweet. And he's like, he's like, oh. oh, my dad does this thing too. When he sips something, he goes like this. This is a Greg thing. Yeah. I don't know if really? your dad, yeah, no. Oh, I'm all juicy. <laughs> so juicy. He fucking loved it. So that so, is. So dinner with my dad and your dad would be. As, uh, oh, a successful dinner. Tasty. T tasty. 
Juicy. As, so uh, tasty. As Cavino oh. would say. Juicy. This is uh, juicier than a pair of butt cheeks. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is tasty. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you that. Tasty. It's tasty. Juicy. So anyway, your dad, right? Great time. Great time. It's good to see him. You said he got emotional about our, our theory, our countdown theory. He, to- he told me something the other night that he'll probably hate that I share with you. Oh. He said 60 plus years of his life, mm-hmm. he never cried. He was a cold Russian. And he's like emotional at the drop of a hat now. He's well, like, I watch TV older. shows, yeah. commercials. I talk to you guys. I talk to my kids. I talk. He's like, he's like, he went 60 years of his life not crying. Someone would die. He wouldn't cry. Someone would have. My dad said he went 60 plus years of his life with the guy mentality of like, I'm a guy. Yeah, I don't sense. cry. Yeah. Now so, he's like, well, you can't force it. He'll be, he'll be watching an American Idol backstory now and be in tears. He oh, said Sunday was really emotional. I watched it spot because you uh, you said it and I'll talk about it later. So go something, on. something happens, something cuts your heart. And then that wound's just open forever. I, I don't know what it is, but he, and, and, I, and I like that. Sarah loves that version of Greg because he is more open now. He's more emotional now. He was very, honestly, my whole childhood, I never had a bad relationship with my dad, but he was never like emotional. Now, like the last couple of years, a, f- a switch was flipped. And I don't know if anyone else's parents are like that. Um, maybe you hit 60 something and may, I, I don't know what it is, but he went from, I don't cry. I don't get emotional. I don't really hug. I don't really do anything to very, very emotional. I think it happens. Yeah. Think of when, you know, I had this memory the other day when you would visit your grandparents, right? Yeah. The goodbyes were always emotional, right? And then to the point where you'd be pulling away and they're at the door, right? They're at the door like, bye. Yeah. Because you don't know if it's the last time you're going to see each other. I know. But I know. So much so, like if someone leaves your house now, you're like, yeah, later, let the door hit you, where the good Lord split you. Grandparents get up, and they fucking wave you, wave you till they, yeah. you were out of their sight. Sarah's mom does that when we leave Texas. See, you know she's got Cindy's like, on the front yeah. stoop, like, and we're and we're down the block. We look back in the rearview. She's more still sentimental like, about it. You get more emotional. I, I totally get it. I understand. Yeah, like, I, I have clear visual memories of. To see my grandma at the door. I, I make sure that yeah. every time I see my parents, Sarah's parents, e- even friends of mine whose parents I'm close with, I always make sure to remember the moment, take it in, get a picture. And uh, well, you got to make yeah. it memorable. See, a lot of people <clears throat> might not have seen it, but when I was saying goodbye to Greg, I pinched <clears throat> his ass. and he, was, he looked at me, oh. but I, I wanted him to remember. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. He pinched my ass. My, oh, my dad told us. My dad told a funny story to me. I'm sorry to be ADD, but it's funny. He has a friend. The guy we went away with spot on vacation. The one that we loved. Remember the, the old Russian the, guy? The guy from Billy Madison. The guy that looks like he was from Billy Madison. Misha, Michael. My dad's like, I, I had to get used to it. He's a very funny, like, like kissy, huggy European, like European type of vibe. Yeah. It's like, oh, Greg, like. He's drinking. He gives my dad like a kiss on the cheek and like gives him a little hug and punch. And my dad's like, I've never had very touchy friends. I've gotten you. <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, I guess as that's we funny. get older, uh, like Michael saying, my dad, the same way. Some people, yes, you hit an age, you get emotional. You do. And when I pinched Greg's ass, I said, juicy. <laughs> juicy. Said, juicy. Oh, oh, they gave me a fist pump. This all happened really quick. Yeah. You might have missed it. So anyway, I bring up your dad for a reason because I want to know if you've had any of these observations. Um, 
because this is, goes back to another friend in need or, or a question that one of our listeners posed, our buddy Steve Geo. You know Steve Geo, right? I know Steve Geo. He's got the business cut. That's his social media profile, his business cut. Does anyone lie to their parents about the price of things they buy? I was telling my mom about concerts I was going to, and she asked the ticket price. I instinctively dropped $100 off of each ticket. I'm in my late 30s. I have a good job. I can more than afford the tickets, but still feel the need to downplay the price. I'm sure there's some psychological reason behind this. Your thoughts and a lot of our Carls, Covino and Rich listeners, Ian Kennedy and the Carls, responded and I wanted to pose this question. And your dad just got here, so you did all this renovation. Yeah. You did all that. I want to know, like, oh, did you downplay any of it? Did you upplay um, any of it? And that's a good question. And your thoughts on this. And, and of course, I got the Sebastian Maniscalco clip for you. Yeah, let, let's, yeah, let's play Sebastian. Then I'll, I'll give you my, my thoughts on this. And, and we'll take your feedback as well. 412, the letter C in our show. I'll check, the, I'll check the text message and, of course, the in-show chat. But I do want to know your dad's thoughts when he... Because even when he came to my house... His body language was this. Oh, I, I noticed it so right opulent. away. It was in it from a good place, but yeah. he was like, oh. "That chandelier must." Have oh, he even asked fortune. me to go. That, that opulent chandelier. How do you even clean that? Thing? Yeah, he was, <laughs> but I appreciated it. I appreciated that he was he, he was really obs- observing. You know, like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Nah. So I'm wondering, you know, did he go up the spiral is, staircase? Oh, look at the staircase. Oh, he, he was like, uh, well, what's up there? He was very inquisitive. Yeah, he liked him. He liked him in those places a lot. My dad's my dad's a bit more modern than I am as far as decorating. So he, I think my dad vibes with like Cavino style, like the chandeliers and shiny shit. Like and my place was style. designed by a Russian drug lord. So my dad Chandelier. is Russian and likes drug lords. Yeah. So. No, I, I knew it looked Russian and opulent. Oh. So let's play this clip from Sebastian Maniscalco. Here's a good one, by the way. Bleacher Bum said, bought a snowblower, 1200 bucks, And my dad asked, how much? Gave him way less of a price. Ready? Yeah. But they don't share like my family shares. My family comes over. It's a critique of everything. My father comes and critique everything in the house. He asked me what I pay for stuff constantly. He'll walk around the house and just pay. How much? How much you pay for them? <laughs> What they take you for? Tell me. So now I got to give him parent price. Can't tell your parents the full price. They'll have a heart attack. So I have a, I have a thought about Sebastian, by the way. Um, not to get not to get off tangent, but he says you knock ninety percent. That's his dad, yeah, by the way. You knock ninety percent off. But my father can't even take the parent price. I go, I don't know, Dad. I think it was $400. $400! <laughs> I can make that. I can make that. Right, yeah. So, again, he, he speaks of parent think. price. Yeah, that's sort good. of what I was getting at based on Steve Geo's questioning. And, yeah, I think there's a, an instinct that we do have to downplay it because I think it comes from the fact that our parents come from humble beginnings. You know, think of Sebastian's dad. He's an old Italian guy. He would never live the opulent life that Sebastian lives. And... I would say the same applies to us. And that's not to say like, you know, everyone's parents were poor, but they come from a different generation where well, they wouldn't have spent that much money on that. I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on this, but my bigger thought is about Sebastian Maniscalco because we've known him for over a decade. Mm-hmm. 
he went from I mean, well over a decade now. He we know him. We had no gray the, in our hair. When we, we know met him, him from the days he had full black hair when we met him. We know him from the days when he was playing small clubs around New York City. He did our DBC. He opened for me at a comedy <laughs> convention. Yeah, think of that. The guy's making twenty million dollars a year now. It's incredible. Here's my thought about Sebastian. Not to go too much off tangent, but. Has his shtick been affected a bit because of his success? Sebastian's shtick was, I come from an immigrant family. I don't get it. Look at these people spending money doing this, doing that. Delivery meanwhile, guy. Meanwhile, I was the delivery guy. Meanwhile, Sebastian is now living in, and his wife comes from money. So Sebastian lives in like a palatial mansion over, like, like he, he has multiple houses. His kid had a birthday party and they hired a horse with a unicorn. But I think the humor like horn- comes from he is a fish out of water. Like when he's doing these silly things. No, no. I, I feel I think like he, he, he knows is, like this is my wife making me do this. I don't even no, feel comfortable. I, I think he's rich guy now. And he, 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 his he, stick has adjusted. Like really? his dad and him were I mean, him and his dad were sitting 50 yard line at the Super Bowl. That's like and now his whole, yeah, but on his social media, he's like it's he wrote a beautiful message about how my dad and I went to go see Michael Jordan play in Chicago. When we were kids, the last row of the stadium behind like a pole. And I was just happy to spend that moment with my dad. So happy that I could return the favor now. Essentially, as a rich guy, sitting 50 yard line at the Super Bowl. So I think it's a great story. But I think part of Sebastian's shtick of like, look at all these people and what they do. He's a guy that does a lot of these things now. Yeah, like uh, people say that a lot about Stern. How he now he complains about the you know the AC in his limo. Fuck out of here. Yeah, you know. Well, Ellen it's, did a whole shtick on that though, called Relatable on Netflix. So I think right. that yeah. this gives Sebastian a lot more, a lot more material in a different way. If he plays it like if so he much. plays it as if he's a fish out of water, yes. But Sebastian's the type of guy where. He would talk about his humble beginnings. Like when I was a kid, everyone had that like old grandma in the basement making spaghetti. Sebastian's now like in a gondola. He's like, meanwhile, you're like now he's on a gondola in uh, Florence, Italy on a private, you know, private little tour with his wife. Like, so he lives the opulent multimillionaire lifestyle, but the whole first half of his career was based on the well, it's opposite. Like a, it's like a, you're, you're telling the story it. of a rapper, right? I get it. A rapper, his stories, what, make, what makes him a successful rapper is his stories of his come up, right? His living on the streets. Yeah. His, his gangster days or whatever he was doing. I mean, Kanye West is a different cat. He's talking about different things, right? But when they hit this sense of success, this level of opulence... The rhymes aren't the same. It's like, yo, you can't be talking about dealing drugs or shooting people or whatever. You don't do that. Your net worth is $80 million. Right. (laughs) You're a millionaire now. Like, you're not even living that life. So there's something disingenuous about it. But I think this just gives Sebastian a different different angle moving forward. By the way, I want to take partial credit for his success. I'll tell you why. When he used to come on our show, all his social media handles had an underscore in them. And I specifically remember telling him, because I would say to you guys, I'm like, oh, an underscore in a, in, a, in a social media handle is weak. And we said it to him. We joked with him about it. And he, he changed, changed it. it. Yeah. You know, he was like, oh, you thought. What do you mean? You guys think it's way He changed it like that week. And he yeah. changed it that week. Yeah. And since then, he skyrocketed. Yeah. No, it's true. That is true. All um, because of the underscore. But I, I remember him. Makes him more official. Early on. And I, you know, I saw him. On a special with, oh, what the hell is his name? 
Up all night. Peters. No. Um, <laughs> Russell Peters. Russell Peters. And invited him on after that. Like, this dude's funny as hell. And then he was a friend of the show. Anyway, he, he brings up this parent price. Parent price. Now, the question was, do you think there's anything psychological behind it? Who posed the question oh, again? Steve, give him a shout. Steve Gio. Steve Gio asked, do you give your parents fake prices or do you discuss and, that And stuff? what was the scenario, the situation with you and your dad as he did his, oh. We talk, we talk about all honest pricing because he's at the, st- him and I, well, keep in mind my relationship with my dad is very based on like our hobbies are, our hobbies together are the stock market and football gambling. Got it. So <laughs> there's no, you know, that's like our, com- that's our small talk. My dad and I talk about the market. We talk about football. So there's no no hiding that type of stuff. What? In fact, he just told me like I'm surprised he he's influenced by his wife in a great way. His wife. You no, know, I was thinking that, Rich. I was thinking that. Like, I don't know if you have some sort of lovey dovey. I don't know what your relationship is with Nelly, yeah. right? And I know it's a good one. I mean, yeah. but I, I don't think it's a motherly. It's like, not a, it's not a, a lovey dovey motherly. Well, but but if she's going to be a good grandma, and you oh, said she was really she's great with so great Emmy, with the kids, and, and she, she has, has been a, opened the world up for your dad. My dad in such a way, you have, right? respect, like, you have respect for her. You have to, and what oh. she brought to your father's. Yeah, it's it's dude, a think later of like years. All the things Greg has seen, <laughs> right. And all the traveling he's done, courtesy of Nelly. Like, yeah. dude, that's priceless. My dad, like, you gotta love her for that. Oh, I do. I love her. I love her for how she is with the kids, and I love her for. What she's done for my like, dad. I think you love her more than you let on and realize. I think your oh, yeah. your relationship might not be that full on like parent feel because yeah, yeah but it was later. She was already an adult for him. when they got together, I, right? My dad when he got remarried. So it's that's different. She, she opens his eyes up. So I, he actually gave her credit after we were having drinks the other night. And my dad's like, oh, you know, I love, to, uh, I love to I love to bust the chops and criticize her, and you know we. You know, my, my dad and Nelly have a funny relationship when, you know, when we're drinking and having fun, cuts on him. They, they cut on right. each other, make fun of each other. And he's like, I got to say, Nelly has opened my eyes up. And, and he went on to talk about how he was raised that things are good enough. Like Nelly's like, Greg, we need to redo the kitchen. And she's like, his first instinct is always like, ah, no, we don't need to do that. What are you wasting money? We don't need new. It's like, Greg, we need new cabinets. And Nelly would say he'd eventually give in. And then the first people that have company over, Greg would be like, hey, look at our new kitchen. And she's like, you can't take right. credit when you fought every step of the way. So now oh, my dad. But, but she was right. Oh, Nelly, where do you want to go? Oh, maybe we'll just go away for the weekend, Jersey Shore, the Poconos. Nelly's like, why don't we go to Italy? You have the money. And Greg, oh, we don't need to. My dad's been around the world because of Nelly and her influence. There's something super interesting about that. Because instinctively, yeah. I think that's a lot of us. My, my and dad especially said, my parents. Instinctively, I feel the way that your dad feels. Like, reluctant. Yeah. Reluctant to do anything. And Nelly you has... Need that nudge. And she she gave him the nudge. Yeah. yeah, every little thing. And, he, and he, she said that her parents uh, in Belarus were like that. And she's like that. And it's a lot of relationships where one person needs the nudge. And a lot of times it's the guy saying, ah, we don't need to spend the, spend the money. And then when they do, the guy's the first to be like... Hey, look at our new yard. It's like, look at our new yard. Do you mean, honey, do you mean the one that you fought for? Like that you fought against? Yeah. I think that's a really common sort of thought process. We all experience. Yeah. She, your dad's she's a great example. Of she's that. the, and you know what? No offense to uh, the other side of my family, but the influence a partner could have on you, positive or negative. I got a front row seat. My dad and Nelly, my mom and Butch. Yeah. Honestly, I got I got the I got the 
science. I got the field study it's of great perspective. I got yeah. the field study of what a partner could do for your life. A partner could drag you down. A partner could elevate you, right? And yo, know, it's 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 pretty cool that like even even with food. Greg, you got to try this. No can do. Greg. I'll get the lobster. Greg, how come you don't eat seafood? I don't think I like it. Greg, try, I made tuna steak tonight. Oh, you, this is actually tasty. Like he's open. Juicy, he's open, juicy. Juicy. Oh, <laughs> Opens juicy. his eyes yeah, I say up. tasty. Nah, juicy. Nah, yeah, juicy. You say juicy. Juicy. So to wrap up the yeah. original question, though, and this is great conversation. Oh, yeah. Par- parent uh, parent price. Parent price, yeah. You don't, you don't flub, flib. I, I used to, yeah. but Nelly has wow. convinced my dad, you retired, you have a pension, you invest wisely, you own your house. Why aren't you getting the $47 lobster? Right. Like right. why, like why, why do you want to go to the Poconos? I don't need Let's it. Let's go to, to poke some know. hosts. Oh, I'll give you a great example. It's like my mom. She plays a super like humble card, like where she doesn't need any of that. It's like, well, yeah, nobody does, but why don't you enjoy your life? You get yeah. one. My, my dad, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the reason this came up too, is that my dad's about to get, Nelly's about to get a new car. And I think she, I think she wants an Audi or a Lexus or something. But you know and, what? Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think all of this ties together. And oh, this, it does, it yeah. this answers the psychological it's question. coming of age type No, of that, that Gio's asking, like, why do we lie to our parents, right? I think my mom plays the humble card of, I don't need any of that. We're going to make chicken cutlets, right? Yeah. Because she has this guilt trip of the humble beginnings her mom had. Yeah, my you know dad, I mean? like my, my dad said my the same thing. My grandma didn't wear shoes. She didn't have shoes my, growing uh, up. My dad so said the my same mom's thing. Gonna my live opulent. Like there's a sense of guilt. Like I can't live opulent. Like, what would my mom think? She didn't even have shoes when she went to school. You know what I mean? Like my my family was so dirt poor in Mexico that how can my mom feel cool how about ca- yeah, living she, opulent? She would probably she probably felt guilty so when it, she got her Mercedes. So it answers the question. You know, like there's this feeling of like, oh no, I got to be humble because what is my Family gonna think like I can't be this other person. So, no, but it, it's also generations. Spot, you can back me up on this. Generations of the same mindset that you have to break. Because if you come from, and we all do, honestly, none of us come from money. We no. all come. All well, of us in this room, and many of you, you probably your grandparents or great grandparents, or or maybe even your parents immigrated here with not much, yeah, and not within a few gen- within a few generations, all our families became middle class. So then, then how could you say I spent? Yeah, four hundred dollars on a painting. On a you. painting yeah. to your, you know, humble ass parents. But I, but I so think that's the hence a, the parent. A price. car is a great example. Nelly does really well. She's an accountant, and my dad's retired. And no. Nelly's getting a new car. And my dad's first instinct is like, ah, do we do we need that? And Nelly's like, Greg, and she makes fun of him. When I met you, you had a Saturn with a with the club, and. He's like, I don't know why you made fun of my father had a club. I don't know. I I don't know why. And he's like, I liked my Saturn. And (laughs) we we were making fun of him. And he, and you know, my dad had never bought a new car. Right. My dad was a, I'll buy a used car in the neighborhood. And it's breaking generational mindsets. And Nelly's like, well, we need a new car. I think I want a a Lexus or an Audi or something. And and Greg's like, ah, do we? And she's like, Give me an argument as to why we shouldn't treat and ourselves. That's why a lot we of are us- like again, our house is paid off. You have a pension. You're retired. I'm working. We have no kids. Like we we take we take care of our family when we can. Why on earth would you cheap out? You're 
You're 70. Get that's, the car you fucking want. That's my why you feel good. The same way. Your what, Spotty? My in-laws are the same oh, way. Yeah. yeah. It's like but don't just, you feel good though when you why see are they in them? Albany right now? Albany. Yeah. What's going on in Albany? That's where they yeah. went. Yeah. Albany. Well, I f- that's why I feel good if and when my parents do splurge. And you see that more and more yeah. as they get older. Like, oh, finally. I hope they continue living life and going places and buying nice cars. Like, my dad wants to... My dad wants a nice luxury car. He's like, yeah, the way I look at it, if I buy one more, it'll probably be my last. I'm like, then <laughs> fucking get a nice one. Yeah, but your mother says, don't worry about what your mother says. Get whatever you want. He didn't drive around in a uh, delivery truck for years just so we could sit in uh, and a Honda Civic. Yeah, and when yeah. I see them, you know, getting a little taste of something nice, I'm like, you deserve that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it all goes back to parent price and why we well, lies because our parents to, raised us to be humble. You just they did it. were humble. You nailed it. You nailed it. It was a, it's, it's a, I'll back up Rolando. It's what we're all talking about, Gaspot. Everything from parent price to our parents reluctant to splurge all comes back to one thing. Breaking generational financial mindsets. If you come from a family where grandma, grandpa, or your great grandparents came here with next to nothing, and it took a couple generations to build up to like middle class, upper middle class, the mentality is like, well, grandma wore fucking boxes on her shoes. I feel guilty getting a Mercedes. Exactly. That's that's what it is. Not to hurt your point, but I also use wife price if that counts. What's wife price? What's wife you price? soften the blow. Like, you know, she brings up something. It's like, oh, it's, you know, you even it out, but you're down, you, you know, you yeah, round I, down. I get it. You don't fully go like wife I, price. I'm trying to think Not of like what I found. Oh, like, like, something that bothered me. Every something little thing something that bothered me, Kavino? Yeah. Little things. Something that bothered me. And uh, I mentioned this once before. When I think back, my grandfather who passed away in the 90s, mm-hmm. he died with money. Not a ton of money, but he died with money in the account. And all he wanted, he would always talk about like, oh, you know what I love? Because it was the 90s and 80s. Lincoln, he wanted a Lincoln Town car. Yeah, Lincoln You know why Town he never got one? Old man. Because my grandmother was probably like, you don't need that, Bill. And he was like, well, you know, I got my, my, uh, my grandkids and my daughter. And I hate the fact that my grandfather died mm-hmm. in his 70s. Never having his Lincoln Town that car. That does suck. Like, he my wanted gra- a Lincoln Town car. definitely did. No, he had? He had a Dodge. Because he just had a regular Dodge and he got around town with because he wanted Dodge. the Lincoln Town car, but, but my grandmother was probably like, you don't need that, Bill. And he's like, I guess I don't. Guy had nine fingers. Could have got a Lincoln Town car. Yeah. Remember, already chopped off his face. That sucks. Um, but yeah, parent price is a real thing. You save it. You just threw it out. Just threw it out. And I'm trying to... Do, is there anything that you do downplay, though? To Sarah, sometimes... Not because I'm hiding it because I don't want her to get scared. On a bad day or a good day in the market. Oh, okay. Right. Like, like I don't tell her, like, hey, babe, uh, our account went down nine grand today. But then on the flip side, I don't want to get her too excited, like, because it's not always good. I don't want to be like, hey, today, yeah, we, today was like a plus 10 grand day in the market. Like, I, I don't want to tell her the day-to-day because she 100% is like, that's you. I trust you. So on a bad day, I don't want to be like, hey, by the way, you see all these stocks that are down fucking 10% today? Well, like you said, you don't want to get her worried, right? To answer Steve Geo's question too, that's why we lied to our parents. To avoid, you know, you saw Sebastian, he downplayed the price and his father still reacted. Like, $400! I can make that a whole $400! You're trying to avoid those scenarios and situations. You're trying to avoid that feedback. So it's not that you're lying. It's that you just, you want to avoid that. And it's reluctant to... You want to avoid that so you just make, you just... I I don't really talk money... Or my spendings with my family. You know what? It's a, if it's I a, did, it's, imagine it's, what they would have thought in my previous life. It's a tab. It's a taboo thing, Kavino. But maybe it shouldn't be so much. Like, 
I don't know. You know what? Our parents also come from a less a less a less risk taking nature, right? I like when you said lesk. Lesk. It was very Popeye. No. Oh, lesk. Oh, lesk. Hey, let's get, 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 get out of here. Let's get out of here. Our parents come from a less risk. That's a tough phrase. Less risk. Less risk taking. Well, Say that three times fast, Bob. Less risk. Say it three times. Less risk taking. Less risk taking. Less risk taking. Less risk taking generation where. Honestly, something as simple as when Sarah and I, not simple, but when we bought our house in Texas as the rental property, we bought it, sold it a couple of years later. You know, honestly, it ended up being a great business decision. You know what my dad said when I told him I was doing it? I don't know. You're buying a rent, a real estate, and you're going to do all that. Like, he was very much like, if I were you, I would not be doing that. That's a bad And I was like, Dad, I mean, I just know you're not a risk taker. <laughs> Right, right. Who says that? He goes, you're riskier than I am. Oh, I don't know, Richie. Uh, de- dependent on other people, the rentals. Uh, oh, sounds like a headache. That's not worth the hassle. Bleacher bum. That is why, I'm reading the feedback, that is why I get appetizers at dinner now, even if I don't want one. Because oh, yeah. we, we are a generation that is breaking the, we don't need appetizers. Because my grandparents, my parents, and every generation before that I'm sure said, I mean, we don't get appetizers. How about that? It's about my, my gut doesn't need appetizers. No, but last night, even when <laughs> we were at the restaurant, I was like, we'll have the calamari and the poke tacos. And my dad's first instinct was oh. like, well, yeah, we have our entrees coming. Do we need all that? I'm like, yeah, we do. We're going to get, in fact, let's get three appetizers. We're getting dessert too. Oh, yeah, if we go we to have, a nice dinner. We I'm have like, Brian's at home. Oh, that's okay, dad. I'm like, have order a up. Now. <laughs> have a big order boy. up. All right. So, hey, Rich, before yeah. we get into the rest of your... Yes. Stuff on our one year celebration of Patreon, our one year anniversary. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. I want to kick into the random news to give today's show some March one sort of vibe. The first of the month, random news time. Cash your checks. It's our anniversary. Random news anniversary show. Cavino and Rich, you like our little lights? Story number one, spot put little lights I up there. I put little lights look at up. How, look at how nice that look, is. See, little lights. Oh, look. Oh. And they work on a remote. How much you pay for those oh, fancy lights? Oh, they were like a dollar each. Can you make them red? I oh. can. Oh. Oh. Can I make them green? Got, I can. Oh. oh. We, got, we got new lights in the studio. Can I make them blue? Yes. Oh, I like. Can I make them white? Yes. Oh, I like the white. Can I make them cycle through colors? Yes. No, that's distracting. I want people to focus on my pompadour. So what do you want? What color? Red. Uh, white, white, white. White? Oh, why? So story number one, speaking of the upgrades we're making on the show, we're still growing every day. One year into this. And growing. It's all the appetizers. Come a long way. We got new lights. Guess what we're doing now? We're offering annual subscriptions to our Patreon. Yeah. And someone asked, Kavino, do we prefer one or the other? Not really, but here's why I like the annual. Because Spot will tell you, there's people. Oh, wait. I thought we were offering anal subscriptions. I, I That's read that tier wrong. three next time. Ding. <laughs> so Ding. I stole that from uh, Timbo Slice. Yeah. That was a great joke. Uh, but, continue. Yeah. But I think the it, for people that, I know this sounds ridiculous, but there's people that listen every month, but every month they have some type of like, like on the third of the month, we'll see like, I don't know, uh, Frank is resubscribing because I can't access my car. I, uh, every car month. There's some people that have like 
a card declines or some issue where or every issue or, yeah, or something. So if you want to pay them a year in advance, easiest way to do it. If you ask me like, Hey, instead of five or $10 a month, pay one lump, one lump sum up front. It and does do it. nothing for us. It does nothing for we us. We agreed to do this to make your lives easier so that you didn't have to worry about it. I, we get nothing out of it I, as far yeah. as like extra. Or yeah. Anything yeah like that. It, it, it honestly, it, it just eliminates that month to month hassle that, oh, my card got fraud this month and I forgot to update it on my account. Now I've lost all access. What yeah. do I do? And if you want but to know the, so, uh, if you want to know the God's honest I, truth. And I think there's a per transaction fee. I'm not, I might be wrong. So if you do one transaction yeah, per year, save a couple bucks. Save a buck or so. Transaction, huh? Yeah, transaction. That's what I'm all about. Transaction. I'm all about transaction, huh? So, you know what my favorite car is? Transam. Transam. So... You know what? I mean, it could be a, an easy gift for somebody, that reluctant person that doesn't want to splurge because they have these generational yeah. sort of yeah. feelings of not wanting to pay for things like that. Buy them a year annual subscription. Be like, yo, I'm buying it for you. Because we offer annual subscriptions to our Patreon. Spread the word, spread the cheeks, and hopefully it's an easier sort of process for you. No, but even Bill just worrying even, month to month if you don't want to. Like even Bill just hit us up. Like it could, you could be responsible, but it could simply be like, yeah, it's like my credit card expired, so I got a new one sent, and all the auto pays never reset, and that, it just—it's avoiding the it hassle. Be, Trust you know me, how many people? I get, yeah, fraud at, I get fraud at least once a month. Trust me, like it's, it's a number change, so they didn't renew the subscription. They're like, oh shit, I forgot. And this just eliminates all that hassle and half of every month wondering if you—you'd be amazed to see how many times this happens. We see it every month now. This spot is there a way to let people choose the annual amount? No. Opposed to that, because sometimes people are kind and they give a little more for them Patreon. per month. So if you do that. Yeah, you know what? Spot behind the scenes. I agree with Spot in one way. Patreon's not the, it, it's by far not easy to deal with, but it's still our it best is. option to keep everyone together and afloat. If we moved providers, then we deal with a whole other if, fucking annoyance. If, so if I knew then what I knew now. Yeah, but right? I mean. No, no, no. Hold on. If I knew then. What I knew now, like if I had to, you would have built it, your own, I, I could have easily, you would have started your own company and it would have, I would have built our own app. And I, and I think it would have been a much more seamless user experience. Um, if we had done it up front when everybody joined, cause I, I, yeah, you know, I was see, pulled from under our feet. I, we didn't see have time. Your, I, you know, I do see the point and I do worry about like telling people, Hey, we're moving to our own thing. Cause I feel like most people would just be like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Later to you. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you see that final. I mean, I've always seen it, but I felt like the, the benefits outweighed the, the, the potential, but at the same time, you know, it's like See, Patreon, Patreon uh, infrastructure uh, was never built for a live show. Yeah. Well, and, hey, and for what we wanted to do, I, but, but it, it got the job done. I will say Preston nailed it and we'll move on. But she just said, for instance, she had a re up this morning, needed to update her credit card info. And this is just avoiding that one time. And we'll see you next year. That's <laughs> it. And on that note, it if is. You guys it is men, if you guys remember, for people who don't like the Patreon experience, we do offer an audio-based subscription outside of Patreon. So that's still available. Um, if you're somehow hearing this, Anchor. and and yeah, through Anchor, you could still just pay for audio outside of Patreon. So if you hate Patreon and you only want audio, there are options, and it's on our website, CavinoEnrich.com. But we want you guys to yeah, stay here on Patreon. Once once again, yeah. just making it more accessible. That's all. For people and giving more options. That's all. The more options people have, the better. The better. So that's show news, right? Show uh, enough. In other news, rando news of the day, I saw this shared on our social media page. I wanted to share it with you. 
Uh, it just happened, so I wanted to double check. I'm like, is this a new story? And it is. Lonnie Xavier Green Love that guy. shared this on a call page. It's his son's birthday. Shout out to Lonnie and his son on his birthday. Have you ever heard of Landis Hooks and Cody Hooks? Land? No. Landis Hooks and Cody Hooks. According to the story, this is what love looks like. So someone call Hadaway, because what is love? Or Fat Joe. We're about to show you. Landis Hooks is the father of his son, Cody Hooks. Now, Cody Hooks is riding a bull, right? He's at a rodeo. Wow. And by the way, just so people know, if this didn't work, rodeo clown was my backup job. Rich comes from a long line of rodeo clowns. I would have been I would have moved down to Texas and been part of the rodeo. Hey Rich, how much did you pay for this house? We rodeo clowns can't afford things like these. <laughs> I would have been I would have been uh, you know, I'm nothing uh, I mean, how great would I have been? How great would I have been as a rodeo con? Running around with a little clown outfit on away from the bull to distract it from the riders and so Rich lies to his uncle Bozo about how much he spent on this. Renovation. Bozo, not not much at all. So let me well, you sure you come from a long line of rodeo cons? <laughs> oh, Stop yeah, it. Bozo. So Cody Hooks is riding the bull, and he gets bucked off, thrown off. and Little buck? He's he's sort of flatlined in the moment. I don't know, loses his breath. Wind gets knocked. I don't know what happens. I imagine you hit, wind gets knocked out, you yeah. hit your head. Like, you're out. He's out. Yeah. His dad comes leaping in. Like Lanny Poffo? His dad leaps in. And dude, hold on, please hold on before you play it. Okay. You really have to think about it because sometimes you just watch things brainless. Uh, 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 uh. Do you realize like this is why I said this is what love looks like. Can you imagine like caring so much about somebody? And if you have children, the answer is yes, I can't imagine. But where you put all fear aside and you're so selfless with this wild beast. It's not beast. It's peace. <laughs> the beast is dead in my where you're you're like I don't care if this this bull kills me kills me yeah. I'm protecting my son and that's what I'm doing so his dad without hesitation jumps in to protect his son yeah I never understood this I never understood this until I had kids no offense to Sarah or any woman I've ever dated like I would never risk my life for someone else I'm saying until you have a kid like if like remember when remember when my ex fell into the like raging rapids of the Dominican Republic? Bye, Layla. I, I said bye. See ya. See ya. I'll meet nice, you at the airport. Nice knowing you. But I guess if your kid's there and you're like, man, I'm yeah. a, there's an alligator. I'm, I'm, you're gonna wrestle an alligator to save your kid. I would. That's what this guy did. Take a look. I'd wrestle an alligator. It's pretty cool, actually. This is what love looks like. So that's. Cody hooks. Oh, oh, blocked off after like two and a half seconds. Dad comes running in. Watch dad. Wow. Wow. The dad took the hit from the bull for his son, bro. Wow. That's nuts. Like, think about yeah. it. Like, dude, in the, in the face of, wow. of what? Of, of potential, like, Danger. Danger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you gotta get that, bull, that went, bull could have put a horn up the guy's asshole. Ever seen that? Have you ever seen please, that? Please. Yeah, but please do that again because his dad even had the wherewithal. Okay, the bull is coming at me. Yeah, I'm protecting my son. Like that's beautiful. It really, it really is. is. Yeah. It really is. Honestly, fucking parental instinct at its, it's finest. The, it, 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 
sounds like totally cliche, but when you when you have a kid, you do have some type of weird dad strength or dad love or something where you would absolutely do that. Looks now like those horns are covered I, though. I'm not quite sure. They're I would do that in. for anybody. Dude, he Other took than a my shot kids. to the ribs, too, from that bull protecting his son. Uh, turns out everybody's okay. Dad probably has a few broken ribs, but saved the son. So, man, what a story. And, again, the instinct. Bull this riding. is all instinct, man. And you know how we just talked about a story. Oh, like remember Matt Stafford? His instinct was to be like, yep. <laughs> I know. Oh. This dude's instinct was like, I mean, you can't, can't get more right on than that. It's scary and beautiful all at the same time. It's scary and beautiful all at the same time. So that's in the news. One of my heroes in the news. Pee-wee? No. Close, oh. though. 80s heroes. Uh, I, Adam, oh. Adam, Adam, uh, what's his name? Adam? Johnny Lawrence. No, Adam uh, Richmond ate his ass on uh, History Channel last night. Oh, oh Mr. Belvedere? D. Snyder. Oh, D. Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> Adam eats the 80s. So Adam eats the 80s. You he's roll eat, with that joke, huh? He's eating uh, D. Snyder's ass in episode two. Yeah. D. Snyder's in the news. And he's my hero. Now, here's the thing. I have to I have to admit, I don't completely understand the story. No shocker, but I'll explain it to how I know it. From my understanding, I don't know if there's anything official here where they're like, you know, where there's rights and money to be involved. But the Ukrainians want to use, we're not going to take it as their rally cry. Oh, and he's all that. And he's like, fuck, of course. Oh. You know, so... It's it's just an awesome story, but like I said, I don't know because you know in politics, like certain politicians want to use a song, they have to get permission from the artist. A lot of times, it's like, a, a yeah, lot of times it's it. a, a liberal artist who doesn't want like yeah. a Republican using their song. Like you're not, don't use my song as a rally cry. A lot of times, well, I don't know what sort so, of legal ramifications this. Uh, this is probably just like a it's a it's above legal ramifications. Yeah. It's, it's a war, and if and if what artist would say either no, way, yeah. D. Snyder was like f yeah. Absolutely. If We're this not going to take it. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So he apparently in the 80s, he wore a pin that said Russia sucks. Oh, that, so, that, I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah. Well, it uh, all makes sense. So yeah, he said, I absolutely approve of Ukrainians using We're not going to take it as their battle cry. My grandfather was Ukrainian before it was swallowed by the USSR after World War II. This can't happen to these people again. Hashtag fuck Russia. That's badass, man. Just a cool story. That's yeah. all. Not but a decider. Every major news outlet covered that yesterday. And uh, if you want to stay on the Russia tip, we uh, throw up some rock horns in your uh, in your honor. So, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, he's a badass, and he continues to be a badass, and I like to see that on the uh, unicorns on the on the Russia storyline. The Killers canceled a show there, which I'm sure a lot of artists are going to do. No, no artist is going to play. By the way, you know, Joy Behar, uh, Joy Behar canceled her trip to Italy, too. Just terrible. Oh, it's all devastating. Man. Sad news, man. Oh, think of I, pasta I just made that up, actually. I, I was going to go have a pizza in Rome, and it got canceled. So, Russia, a lot of celebrities are pulling out of concerts and events, which makes total sense. First of all, I don't even think you could fly in or out of there if you wanted. I told you, my dad can't go to a wedding this summer. Well, now in Belarus, Belarus because of uh, Belarus's now taking up arms with the Russians. Yeah. Belarus is under the they're they're under Putin. Right. So that's going to be tough. Now, the other story about Russia, I thought a Ritz cracker was under Putin. Yeah. By the way, there's putting uh, Putin on the Ritz. No. Good one. I love that. Meme. Russia. Fuck him. Not allowed to be in the World Cup. Is that official? Yes, they've been fooled. 
Russia has pulled. been pulled from the World Cup, yep. which is a big deal. Why? Because they're disturbing world peace? I'd imagine, yeah. Wow. So World Cup, no Russia. And in a lighter story, just to you know, not make it so sad, terrible stories coming out of Ukraine. This was in the New York Post spot. There's a Putin impersonator that made his he made his living based on doing like political humor as Putin. Mike Dirt from Green Day. And now he's That's saying his him. his life is in danger. He went from being like a corny Putin impersonator to like now people want to kill him. So, I mean, pick and choose wisely who you impersonate because this guy is saying life is not easy for him right now. No one's really looking for a Putin impersonator. I mean, maybe they could like use it to. I don't know. Put the guy on SNL and use his powers for good. Putin, it's on their Twitter spot. Putin in person. You got it? Yeah. I guess oh, yeah, just not. Guy, a, no, this guy doesn't look that much. I feel like you're, I feel like, what was it? Mike, Mike Dern looks more like Putin. But not a good time for Putin impersonators. I get paid to be a Putin impersonator, but now I fear for my life. Slawek Sabola, 53. Has spent the past eight years as a Vladimir Putin impersonator. Yeah. Hey, he does look like Putin. Putin. In Russian news, the NHL may not recognize Russia as a location as far as uh, wow. maybe some of their stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, that's what Jeremy said. World War Three around the corner? Question mark. That's from Greg Kelly. Um, I hope not. Man. Well, in other rando news, Britney Spears. What the F? Dude. Like, seriously. Dude, I am... I am the least conservative person, and I officially, as of today, we've gone too far. Have I mean, you seen Britney Spears? She is where's naked. Her OnlyFans? Where's her OnlyFans? Naked. She wants to be I'm naked. all for her liberation. If she's going to be naked, she might as well make Now money. she's like bending over, and she's like, here, put a little emoji over my stink star. She puts a little a, a oh. diamond, a little tiny diamond to cover her nips and stink star, but so small. Her she's naked. Stink star. She's naked. Honestly, it is not her stink star. It's too much. It's she's she's doggy style naked on the beach. She's laying on her back. She's laying. On, right, Britney uh, Spears yeah. on her social media. It's no longer her. Let me get this up. In, uh, up dude, into it view. is straight up like you now know what Britney Spears looks like naked. Let me get up into view. Hold on. It's crazy. She it's, posted a whole photo shoot. Spot. Go full screen. If you go full naked. screen on Britney. She's Should just I? straight yeah. up naked. Okay, hang on. I mean, what is she doing? It. <laughs> I mean, apparently them areolas are in the video, says I Where's your stink star? It's like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, you know what she looks like naked. I mean, she That's her laying video. on her back naked way, with two little. I got to say, that water looks very clear. And Wherever they are, that is a beautiful beach. Oh, look beautiful at that. She's, that's her hoo It's just not even flattering. That is her. Look at her face. She looks like a, a wave just hit her. Dude. If you, blur, if you blur your eyes, though, it looks like she's wearing uh, like tights. Oh, it does. You're right. <laughs> What, what is this? this? Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. Is this? That's why I said Britney Spears, what the F? Yeah. What is going on? A she diamond had, over the stink star. She's covering the crack. <laughs> she's saying no to crack, but with a little tiny oh that's a emoji. She used the big diamond on the stink star. Yeah. Because look at the other ones. The other, oh, what is this? Hand bra. Oh, that's, uh, hold on. Hand bra? Oh, my God. But see, the other diamonds are tiny. Yeah, the tiny diamond. The stink star one is huge. Going at. Her fiance. There's video. Too her spies, her no, fiance. Where's the video? There's video. She posted video. Maybe the, it was in her story, but I saw video. The younger, handsome Some, guy she is there with. There it is. Yeah, there's Brittany. There's Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch. Where is naked, this? Bitch. Well, her and her super studly. Oh, he's so studly. 
He's super handsome. Sam What is going on here? She's got some cheeks. I'll give her she that. Does. She's got a little burnt. Too much sun though. She needs I mean, more. Let's be honest. You can't you can't hold you can't hold a 40-year-old Britney Spears to the standard of a 20. It's much like 50 Cent. Nice. You can't expect her to for her age. She looks great. Yeah, she looks her, good. She looks fantastic. Not great. She's, fantastic. She's toit. Cavino. But not you have to, to, to be, you have to stop looking at her brown eye yeah. and actually look into her eyes. Yeah, and it's and a little I feel vacant. Like something. Yeah. I feel like she's ah. Britney Spears looks fantastic, and yeah, I'll and I'll give you and I'll give you an analogy. Physically fantastic, mentally uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know if you want me to bring this up or not, but uh, recently Cavino sent me a picture of two people that he went to school with at one point, and they look like they were sixty something. So if you think Britney Spears doesn't look good for forty, like that, he's right. I mean, I, I mean, people, we're we're we can't hold Britney Spears to schoolgirl outfit. Red latex, holding a python. We can't hold Britney Spears to the 2000 standard. The same way Fitty said, who's like an in-shape 40-year-old. You can't be like, oh, wait, you're not the 03 in the club, Fitty said, who has abs. You're not 20 anymore. I'd smack those cheeks. For a 40-year-old, Britney Spears. She can get it. Her body looks great. You're right. We've she looks a little vacant in the eyes. The progression, though, of her being unleashed. I don't think and it's she's the, just like. Yeah, I just want to be. Na- I, I'm expressing my freedom so much so that I'm just. I'm just naked. I think now. it's. I think the. It's not her body that we're concerned about. It's it, her mind. True. And we yeah. think her desire to like put it all out there just seems a. a it's, it's just new and odd and different for our eyes. That's bit all. Much. Yeah. It's, right, so I mean, not even. A, I'm not even a bit. I, she like continues a lot to much. shock. Um, Oh yeah, did you see a couple of people mentioned it? The video of Chelsea Handler. Yeah, but I feel like we saw something like this like a year ago. Chelsea Handler's like, skiing. I'm getting older. Look at my titties. I, I I'm up. I like her. She's been nice to us, but she's very it's her and quick. Joe Coy. She has pasties. She's very yeah. She's very quick to want to show the body. You know what? Joe Coy is a great dude. So, oh, I'm just glad they're happy. Yeah. I'm glad they're happy together. Way, that yeah. looks like a lot of fun. I got to be honest. But she has U.S. and Canadian nipple pasties. Yeah. And then Joe Coy comes flying down on a on a. Snowmobile. Oh, and he has a Filipino flag over his penis, right? There's <laughs> yeah. a Filipino flag. Remember, he was on her show years ago, so they found love. Good for them. Now, in other news, oh, you know comes. who? There's Joe Coy. The Joseph. Oh, he does. Joseph. 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 It's another guy we saw has come up in a big way. Oh, you know what? Daniel Javier Fitz brings up. Uh, I'll give him props because I love Daniel Javier Fitz. I will fit in time to say what's up to you. Is it possible that we're forgetting that Britney Spears has like teenagers? It's got to be a little embarrassing. Oh yeah, with uh, like it's not it's not about K-Fat her it's not about her this. anymore. You said recently to me like, "Yo, bro, like you know, Melody is a, a preteen, and you know you're entering the stage where you don't want to you don't want to embarrass your daughter." Britney Spears is doing this. I tell Melody it goes both ways. Yeah, you don't want to embarrass dad either. So chill. But the reality, Cove. Is that she's got teenage boys? Do you think teenage boys want their mom doing this? No, nightmare. Yeah, it's you know, but hey, she's liberated and it's, it's a different time. It's a different time. I don't know. Time. I'm just sharing the story, and you know, she continues to say or make us say like, "Wow." Oh. Uh, in other news, do you know who Brett Netzer is? Brett Netzer. You're not gonna know. I know Brett oh, okay. Walzer. I didn't know who he was. I just didn't know if you knew the story. Um, Brett Netzer is a Red Sox prospect who was released oh. as of yesterday. Oh, I heard about this story. For his, again, he's a baseball prospect. They go back to his Twitter days, right? And they find nothing but racist and homophobic uh, 
tweets from this guy, oh, right? But wait, but hold on, the story gets juicy. There's juicy. More. Oh, juicy. Uh-huh. Because, juicy. Because this guy then says, "Tasty, tasty. yeah, tasty. fuck it. Juicy. You know what? Juicy. I am tasty. racist and I am a homophobe. And here's right? what else I think. But he, we've never seen such ownership of this. But the things, I don't know. I, I don't want to say. I, I was reading them, and, and they're all bad. But you'll you'll see. Uh, so anyway, because of this, he was released, and I don't know if any team will ever pick this guy up as a result. Uh, no. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean that was the story. Like maybe, the story maybe, was, uh, maybe our dads could do a podcast called Tasty and Juicy. Oh, oh, Tasty. Uh, oh, oh. So he just like full on goes at it because he, he owned it. He's like, he I it. damn well do hate black people. Like, <laughs> doubled, we I hate yet, gays. And we have yet now, to see anyone double down. Oh, this guy man. doubled down. These tweets are from like four days ago. Yeah, so man. it's like, doubled down on it. Three days ago, he just went. Yeah. A rant. Doubling down on ignorance like, I was his, I am uh, <laughs> Doubling down on ignorance was his game plan. Yeah, he was like, and since we're on it, yeah, I'm absolutely racist. You know, like it's like, wow, okay, it's not going to help you get uh, drafted well, anytime soon, buddy. You know buddy. what? Maybe, maybe but, he's maybe he's doing a good thing by exposing what a shithead he is. Because you know, better, so, better better find out now than later, I guess. Right? If you're an about, organization, talk about getting in your own way. Yeah, he Brett just answered it. Yeah. I am a racist. I do sometimes make assumptions based on a person's race, ethnicity, culture. Glad that is out of the way. What else did he write? Which, to be fair, I, don't even I think a read lot it. of us do. Can you blow it up do so I can do see it at least? Sometimes, uh, but I wouldn't consider try. myself a racist for that. But I think you sort of size people up sometimes. I mean, you have eyes. You just do. But, man. All right, so he's addressing Black Lives Matter, Jewish people. He's not leaving anyone out, huh? Oh, no. He's uh, He goes tra- transgender. Covering the, covering the gamut. Trans- he talks transgender, too. That's what the homophobe stuff was all about. So he admits that he was... A racist. Who's and did, did he's he a did he touch on everything? Did he do? Uh, I'm trying to think of the patented mistakes Ky- people make. Did Chaim he Bloom? compare someone to Hitler? Because that's a great one that people seem to do. I don't know. Who's Chaim Bloom? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. He referenced that a few times. I don't know who that is. Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, Red, the, oh, Red Sox's chief baseball officer. Yeah, so he, I guess I guess he's just angry at that guy for letting him go. He talks about the Jews. I mean, he this so guy he just, just full of. I mean, yeah, he went off. He went off. Uh, I saw one about transgender. And I saw one about black people. Yeah, this guy. Uh, <laughs> he's done. Like, think about it. He just couldn't leave well <laughs> enough alone. But you know what? His honesty made it better that's for like everybody. You, that's because like now, got, now he's not going to be in baseball. No one has to deal with the guy. It's yeah. like if you got fired for sexual harassment, and you're like. You know what? On the way out of the office, you just like smack everyone's titties. You know what else is weird about it too? Is he <laughs> you plays know what? You're right. Baseball. I am. Honk, honk, What'd you say it was? What'd a you sexual harasser? Well, you said it. Titties, titties. Well, if you're going to let me go, hold on one second. Hey, Barbara, come here. Yes. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. I am a sexual harasser. You said it. Later. You want to meet him? Who? My dick. This guy, yeah, he went out guns a blazing, and what a moron! It's, it's really uh, moronic too, because you think his teammates are probably of all different ethnicities, so and different backgrounds. Brett Netzer, grand opening, grand closing. Well, you know what? Know what? You could prove you could prove that people are allowed to have different political leanings and thoughts, but if you're an outward racist piece of shit, you're going to be exposed. There's guys in all <laughs> leagues that are of different belief systems, but on the ball field or on the gridiron or on the court if you see past those things in your teammates and brothers you're allowed to have your own values and thoughts but this guy is an open racist come yeah, on you could be respect you could have differences but be respectful about them right so 
you know, he, he handled everything terribly. Um, Jeez. And then two things that I Jeez. didn't mention in the past few days that I wanted to mention, just to simply acknowledge it. Um, Batman is out, right? Batman. Robert Pattinson. Uh, it's, I thought. I think it's officially out this Friday. Is it this Friday? Yeah. But you're seeing all the hype all leading the up previews, to it. Yeah. You're seeing all the previews. You're seeing people, you know, reserving their tickets and everything like that. So, you know, the Batman hype is out there. The, and new, the new Fantastic Beast trailer was released. I'm so excited. Fantastic Beast. <laughs> no, it's Peace. Oh, Peace. is it? Fantastic, Fantastic Peace? The oh. Peace is dead in <laughs> my... So, um, okay, Batman's coming out, but Jeter is out. And I didn't acknowledge this the other day. Derek Jeter's out. He stepped down as. I, knew I it. think it's great. I think it's I great because. I knew it. You know what, the, you know what the narrative is? The narrative is he left the team better than he got it. Yeah. And that was his and, goal. And I'll be honest. I, I'm not a Yankees fan. You guys know me. I'm a Mets fan. I don't care about the Yankees at all. But it doesn't. It never felt right for Derek Jeter to be part of baseball and it not be with the Yankees. I even saw Stephen A. Smith talking about how the Yankees need to figure out. How to? I'm disgusted. How to get Derek Jeter involved on the corporate side of the Yankees? He needs to be part. If he's going to be part of baseball, he need, either needs to be part of league management. Like, yeah, but it all makes sense, and and it's respected. He learned on the job somewhere else, right? Yeah. So now I feel like okay, now he comes back to the Yankees, and it all makes sense. So he stepped down and announced his departure from the Marlins. I believe he was with them for five years yeah. as a CEO. And he's like, yeah, you know what? They had a different vision of where this was going. And, you know, I wasn't about that. So I announce it now before the season starts. I'm done with them. But I accomplished what I came here to accomplish. Like behind closed doors or, uh, you know, in the yeah. front office, I wanted to change some things. And now I did. And here I am. Well, baseball his, on a... Yeah, it's fine. I, I was going to just say, give his quote. Go ahead. He said, uh, I'm announcing my departure. We had a, a vision five years ago to turn the Marlins franchise around and as CEO, I've been proud to put my name and reputation on the line to make our plan a reality. Through hard work, trust, and accountability, we transformed every aspect of the franchise, reshaping the workforce and developing a long-term strategic plan for success. If the, if the Marlins are that worth, said, uh, if they're worth more money and, and they're on the right track, then Derek Jeter quote, did his job, and it is time for him to get out of there because I don't think the Marlins are doing anything in the next five years, so it's a good time for him to sort of dip away. Let me finish the, the, the quote. That said, the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to yeah. lead. Now is the right time for me to step aside as a new season begins. Thanks to my family. You know what it is, but I don't know Derek Cheetah personally, and I don't know the story, but I could tell you what it is. It's Derek Cheetah went there. Derek Jeter. They revamped the organization. They got the bones of the organization right, where he's probably like, all right, we got the right people in place. I changed what was wrong. I come from the Yankees. I know how to win. And now Derek Jeter was probably like, all right, now let's spend money to win. And they were probably like, well, no, Derek, we're going to do this on the low budget way the Marlins do. And yeah, he's like, well, I set up the groundwork. Mm -hmm. But now that the groundwork's set up to compete in baseball, yeah. you need to spend some money. I, and the I Marlins are probably, yeah, that's what. Because it, was, it seems very clear that they're not living up to their end of the bargain. Yeah. And that's not what he signed up for, but he did his job. He did his work. So now he's out. And here's my prediction. My prediction is, I don't think he, he comes out right away. I think he takes a year off. He'll be part of the Yankees. Immediately? Uh, no, within a, within a year. He'll take a year yeah, off. But yeah, ne next year. He'll take a year off, and the Yankees will figure out where he fits best. How do they include this guy? I'll tell you what How it won't be. How does he bring you know, his winning vibe to this new culture? And and he'll figure out some sort of position for this dude. Trust me, Derek Jeter has more to offer. He's not going to be like Mookie Wilson, where he's like, you know how like the Mets are like, Mookie Wilson's an ambassador to the team. 
Jeter's going to be involved. Right. I think he has too much to offer the game. So, and he I, learned. He learned a lot. He, he was worked there for five years. So, I, I, props. You know, I just wanted to acknowledge that because we've been so busy, we didn't even get to any, it. Um, Updates on baseball? Yes. They negotiated until 2.30 in the morning last night. They extended the deadline a little bit because they don't want to miss games. So today and today until tomorrow seems to be crunch time. They're, quote, getting closer, but they're not there yet. Baseball can't afford to take this hit, if you ask me. And the uh, last story of the day, I'll make it quick before I give some shard outs. Um, I saw this and I was blown away. It's the Covino Rich fun fact of the day. Again, blown away, pun intended. The Covino and Rich fun fact of the day. The average fart leaves your asshole at a whopping speed of seven miles per hour. So wait, you're trying to tell me. Seven, eight. So wait, hold on now. Hold on, what you're saying is I need to run on a treadmill at an 8.0 to outrun your fart? Yes. No, a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all a seven point one. Your, yeah, at least, at least a wow. at least a seven point. So, so Scott, if you're jogging on a, if you're jog, jogging on a treadmill like a four or five point or something like that, like a little light jog, you will not outrun farts. Then again, I read this in a meme, so I don't know if there's scientific. No, it's, it's science yeah. to it, but it's the fun fact of the day. Like, remember Jake Gyllenhaal makes me laugh. Outran the cold. Yeah. In the day after tomorrow. Yeah. To out to outrun a fart, you have to run the equivalent of a seven point one or more on a treadmill, which is a good nice. Uh, it's a nice run. It's a nice run. It's a brisk jog. It's a brisk jog is like a five point something. Seven point zero or more is not a jog anymore. That's running. Run. So I also You're want running. to shout out. I could out do that for about a minute. Curtis from Elliott Lake. Better hope he's not gassy. Gearbox. Curtis from Gearbox. Curtis from Elliott Lake. What's up, Curtis? Thank you for being here with us, hanging with us. Shout out to Curtis. Was it Curtis's birthday spot? No, I think he just wanted a shout out. Just shout out, I Curtis. Like I, missed, I feel like we missed someone's birthday. Jesus recently. Notorious. What's up? Who's Notorious birthday? Jesus. Who's, whose birthday is today, Rich? Oh, um, well, I'm giving shout outs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shut up and refill my popcorn. What's up? What? Le- that's the name of the person. Oh, Leanne Eckertson, Mitch Klein, Michael J, Matt Morgel, Kirk Peeping, Poping, oh, Dean Whitehead, seven miles per hour, John Subornhong, Greg Irish, what's up? Everyone on our Patreon celebrating with us on our one-year anniversary. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. you it's like we need that uh, that infrared yeah. where you see the cloud and you have to try it out running. Wait, you're, so you're running in slow motion like Chevy Chase to Wally World. So what if, what if you're running at like two miles an hour? Are you far? Are you going nine miles an hour now? So it gets you. fun fact of the day. And you want to give some birthday shout outs? Yeah, birthday shout outs. Well, it's our one year anniversary. So happy, happy sort of birthday to our show, I guess, on Patreon. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, Howard. his brother. Howard. Ron Howard's brother. Mr. Cunningham himself. Oh, it's Ron Howard's brother. Oh, Ron, Ron, Howard. Howard. Or Ron Howard's yeah. birthday. Ron Howard. Huh. 68 years old. Wow, he's old. Is that your parents age? Moby. Yeah. Mark Paul Gasular. Zach buddy. Morris, Mark Paul Gossler. He has 48. 48 years old. Bam. Boom. Spot. I did not enjoy it as much as you did, but we were at the Super Bowl and we saw what band perform? The Who. Roger Daltrey. Oh, he's got to be old as the Hills. Uh, 78. Are you fucking kidding? 78. Oh, really? Bam. He's old. You guys had two guesses in a row. Um, how old do you think Kesha is? Oh, she's like uh, 35. Kesha's 35 today. Dang. Dang. 
Dang, son. And one final birthday shout out. You take the next one. We think him. We think of him as a teeny bopper, but the reality is, he's a grown ass man. Justin Bieber. Oh, I think of him as a teeny bopper. I think of you as a weenie bopper. He's got to be Justin Bieber. Thirty-two. You take this one. Thirty-one. 28. I thought he was a little oh, older dang. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I set you up because I said no longer a teeny bopper. But yeah, 28. He's almost 30. I mean, almost 30. Bieber. 28 years old. And is it Michael Conforto's birthday today? Michael Conforto. Someone said that. Met New York, former New York Met. Where's he going to end up? There's players. And by the way, the baseball thing, the interesting part for a guy like you that loves baseball even more than me. Baseball. Once it starts up again, there's a lot of. There's a lot of unfinished business in free agent world. Because mm-hmm. remember, it had it all stop. Mm-hmm. So not only will spring training start, there's a lot of guys that are like, yo, I don't even know where I'm playing. He's one of them. So not a talk about bringing him back to the Mets. Hey, what's it's up, like- Covino? It's Justin Bieber. Just want to say thanks for being such a big fan. I love you. You're awesome. I love you too, Biebs. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. I Happy 28th, that. man. If people don't know the fun story behind that, I interviewed Bieber when he was like a teenager. I and, I sa- and I said, yo, Justin, my nephew, Covino, this little kid loves you. And he's like, all right, I'll give him a little shout out. So Bieber thought you were a little kid. Hey, what's up, Covino? It's Justin Bieber. Just want to say thanks for being such a big fan. I love you. You're awesome. Thanks, Beebs. There you go. Thanks, Love buddy. it. Thanks, right. I love that um, story. On that note, <laughs> let's see. Let's get out of here. We'll, we'll, we'll call it a day. The first of the month. It's our anniversary. Remember, you could gift an annual subscription. Buy an annual subscription for somebody. Because no one wants oh. to do that every month. Can't. No, you could. You could be like, hey, man, I'll buy it for you. All right, but I'm going to buy it for so you. Now, you can. Okay, so the, the way around gifting a subscription, yeah. you would have to create an account for someone. That's fine. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm just saying that's how you do it. You can't. There's no option to gift, so I don't want people looking for that and being like, where do I gift a subscription? But we have annual subscriptions available now just to make just it easier it for, for you guys. And if you know anyone that had CNR but were not happy with the Patreon experience, there's ways that they could subscribe to our show yeah. and... Get it Monday through Thursday. Here's to so, another year. Yeah, one year go. at a time, one step at a let's time. Let's go. Here's to another year. Let's have and go. Let's go. Um, let me ask you one question as we get out of here, because uh, I know I'm, I'm going to discuss this today on my podcast with Nicole. Have kids, they said. Every time you promote that on our show, you got to promote our show on that show. I do at the end of the show. I so say you can check me out. Uh, I, I do that at the little son of where can you find me? Love it. Farrah Abraham, known for Oof. selling her shit. Oof. Teen mom turned no, no. porn star. Known for selling her doo-doo, yes. Yeah, known for selling her doo-doo and a sex tape. And she was also the on that teen mom show. For her kid's 13th birthday, she let her kid get a nose piercing. What's the what's the line on letting your kids get tattoos, piercings, all that? She t- also t- has doesn't have much legs to stand on. But mom, you showed your butthole to the world. Yeah. I know. Mom, you're selling your shit online. Jars. I, all I want is my nose pierced. Do you, do you have a rule for so your 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 daughter is almost thirteen? If Melody wanted a, I mean, an ear piercing is pretty standard for a girl. But what if she wanted a nose or septum piercing or like a little lip piercing? Or any, and would these you, are sliding scales of what you find acceptable, right? Like. I don't want my kid to get her septum pierced or whatever, right? But I don't have the problem with the little nose piercing like that. Like, yeah. just like a little, how do you do? Like, I'm okay with that. Um, but her, not now. She's. I feel she's too young for that. And it also so. depends on how you are because I saw, have like, I get, Jose, like, who's tatted up. Brother! Right. I saw Jose's like, my daughter's getting more tattoos. And I'm like, isn't your daughter like a teenager? But his daughter's like 18 in college. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, I get you know? that. But, it, yeah. but still, yeah. It, it, so so I think she's like eight? 
kidding. It still applies though, because uh, I mean, Jose's a tatted up guy. What's he going to tell? Yeah, no, I exactly. Would, I, would say, say, I would say before you do anything permanent, permanent, permanent. Like if you if she wants to get a nose piercing, get one of those little magnetic studs. Give it a you chip, can, try it first. Try that first. If she wants to get a tattoo, have her get one of those like inked. Uh, whatever they're called, that where you put it on, it's like two week tattoos. Yeah, or even like henna. If you want to do henna, henna those, are, a little those bit are good ideas. It's, it's, it's like a try, early. try it out. Fourteen, fifteen sounds a little better to me. Do man. not do because like it's like picking a major uh, if, in, when you're eight years old. Well, how old are you in eighth grade? Because I had you're like thirteen. I got my nah, ears 14, pierced. 14 maybe. I was thirteen because I was fourteen in ninth grade. So if I'm 13 yeah. in eighth grade, I got what, I got my ears pierced what in eighth your, grade. What did your mother say? And I'm a that? I'm a boy, right? And my parents didn't give me a hard time because guess what? My dad had his ear pierced. My uncle yeah, had his ear pierced. So I mean, if my daughter wants to get a nose piercing, 13, 14, and believe me, I think Melody does want the little how do you do right here. Uh, 14 sounds a lot. What better. about what about dyeing the hair? Like what what if your kids uh, what if your kids that. a little artsy or it's very gothy and they're like I'm gonna dye my hair purple, Dad? 13. That's fine. Twelve. I mean, teenager. Like what? Uh, so, That's, if you want, if you want to hear more nonsense, uh, Nicole and I will discuss that. It's the permanence, and bring make this point on oh, I mean, uh, have kids. They I said will. it really is about the permanence. Permanence, right. because. But again, Farrah Abraham has no much like choosing Mom. certain things as a child. Mom, you sell your shit. Mom, <laughs> you don't You're, realize you were called back teen, backdoor teen mom. I think it's okay if I get my nose pierced. I don't think you understand the ramifications backdoor. of permanence when you're a child. Backdoor teen mom. Your backdoor teen mom. I know. Yeah. I know. Listen, I'm your mother. Okay, backdoor teen mom. I'm going to do what I want. You're not just my mother. You're backdoor, you're backdoor teen mother. Oh, yeah? Well, you're a toilet baby. Like, you don't have a whole lot of... <laughs> you don't know who your father is. Discipline when you're like... <laughs> Jesus, Rick. but you just you just don't have a lot of room to discipline when you when um, you're that. Oh, and if you Yikes. need if you need a, a feel good thing, this guy who's like the true hero of Ukraine, the president, that guy, he was on Dance with the Stars. So people are saying like, yo, this guy went from like Ukrainian lovable, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, he was on Dance with the Stars. He was like a regular guy everyone loved, like a celebrity type, and now they're showing what a what a hero this guy is. So I don't get it though, man. Like you Zelensky. get all these people. Um, Usyk was the last boxer to join the fight. Who again? He's a heavyweight champion. Yeah. As we speak, he beat Anthony Joshua, and he's fighting him again. So Usyk was joining his 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 boxing brothers Lomachenko and the Klitschkos, and you know everyone's going there to fight. Like they're really showing the size of their balls in Ukraine. But I like, isn't it kind of sad? Because like, what if what if Russia just says, "Well, yeah, we must destroy you." Well, that's what they're, they're doing. Yeah, it I doesn't, know, but they don't care that it's Usyk. No, I know yeah. that. So like, one one bomb could take them all out. Dude, I know it's it's terrible. That's that's one bomb war, man. of could like of a nuclear nature, we, we, which they have access like, to. You know what I mean? But that's what's like so sad about the whole thing. It's like, well, if it, is it going to come to that? Well, like, look at look at what we said. I think it was yeah, uh, the president's fighting too. Yeah, the, the president was just. We mentioned this no, on so uh, sad. we mentioned this on Fox Sports, and to, to wrap it up because we we have to go. But to wrap it up on Fox Sports, we mentioned how in our lifetime we've never seen this for the most part. Our parents saw guys like Ted Williams and DiMaggio and all these guys would fight in a war and leave baseball for a year or so. There, there are plenty of baseball players. Without that, without that, we wouldn't have had a league of their own. Look at that. And on that note, have a great Tuesday, the first of the month. Happy Spread anniversary the word. To, to all of us. As Spot said, you can't you can't gift a subscription, but buy one for someone else. Yeah. What the heck? And Do thanks it. for being part of this for the past year, Sign up year, your guys. friends. Just give it to be like, here, Hey, if, if you want to get us an anniversary gift... Buy a friend a subscription. Give that a friend a chance. That would be dope. And now send, you're talking. And send more protein snacks. <laughs>
And yeah. send more Thanks, coffee. Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. And send more uh, regional coffee. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, Arima Derchi, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye.